0: This week's episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Nerdificent, a new pop culture podcast from the How Stuff Works Network. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's do this. Uh, beep, boop, boop. Welcome to Laser Time, uh, the internet's 17th leading pop culture show. And oh, yes, we're going to talk about a little video games on the non video game show. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antistem. Who else is with us today? In the studio is <laughs> Spiculese. <laughs> You've been on the show before, right? Like a uh, long talk time Radar ago. Day is probably about oh my a decade god. ago. When... Oh my god! But okay, you're definitely new, Adam.
1: Yes, my name is Adam Kessel, and uh, I am definitely new to this. You are not new not new to the inter- interwebs. You do stream stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have a stream, and, and we do uh, stream from our arcade. But new to the podcasting.
0: Well, if you don't know what Laser Time is, we usually pick uh, we usually pick a topic, grab you some experts, do a bunch of research, uh, talk to you about some pop culture minutia. And today is going to be arcades. And Adam's on because you're you're an owner and proprietor of an arcade, essentially.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm a co-owner of a, a small little arcade here in Tallahassee called uh, Flipping Great Pinball. I think right now we have 35 games, 20 pinball, and 15 or 16 arcades.
0: Yeah, it's it's fascinating because like. And you operate in, like, an hourly charge. Like, come on in, use whatever you want on free play.
1: Yeah, so so rather than dealing with quarters and tokens, it, it's a headache for everybody. Mm-hmm. The machines break, kids sneeze on them or whatever. It's, just, <laughs> it, it's lose-lose if you do that. So um, one of my buddies down in Tarpon um, has a replay museum, it's called. The same idea, where you pay admission, you come in and play as much as you want. We wanted to do the same thing, so you pay for an hour or for all day, and then this way you can just play whatever you want. All the games are set to free play once yeah. you come
0: in. Yeah, and... Um, Melendez, holy shit, you. I love your story that you grew up working in a TV shop. So you know how to like solder, weld, and mm-hmm. fix TV components. And you become like, I don't know, it's like after the apocalypse, you're the guy who can make fire. <laughs> in the waning days of the arcade, you can fix old monitors and joysticks mm-hmm. in a way with equipment and stuff that other people might not even have any knowledge of.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that really got me into it was uh, that I had this background where my dad was T V TV repairman when I was a kid. And I remember even he occasionally, very rarely, but he would and have... When you were an adult for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. uh, he would have arcade machines in there. And I remember seeing like we had a Defender cabinet
0: when I was like 10 or 11. Oh, so people and, would bring in arcade machines for your dad yeah. to fix.
2: Very rarely. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that, that was kind of a skill because we'll get into this later. But I mean, a lot of the people that own these things do not know how to fix them. Yeah. Right. So... That skill now that um, I'm kind of interested in this hobby um, allows me to get a lot of stuff that normally would be trash or would go for. I get a lot cheaper because mm-hmm. I can actually repair it versus having to buy it, you know, repaired.
0: Have, have, buy a mint, a mint mm-hmm. condition machine. Mm-hmm. You can buy something pretty fucking cheap. And I do want to, t- I don't know where to start with this. You had a vague outline for it because well, you know I, I figured we should really talk about it just because like you know when we say arcades like what do we mean yeah. like what cuz well, here's how it started how we started talking about it cuz i was like i moved out of san francisco and i finally have i've always wanted some kind of cabinet but i never had the space before i don't really have the space now but i have to like limit it to 2 and i start talking to you about it and there's like 18 tiers of advice on how to go about procuring something. I just want a joust cabinet, man. How do I get a joust cabinet? (laughs) It's like, no, no, dude. No, no. no. You do do not know. You do not know what you want right now. Uh, But but where did you want to start it?
2: (laughs) Well, I figured probably... We should kind of identify, I mean, just because, I, you know, I've listened to podcasts, I've mm-hmm. been a fan since, you know, when you were in your Talk Raider days, and I recognize that a lot. there's a lot of your viewers but that... never write, a patron. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I patronize you with my <laughs> love <laughs> and care. I patronize you every day. Uh, I'm patronizing you right now. So, I kind of grew up as arcades to me are, like, Street Fighter 2 and Final mm-hmm. Fight and, like, beat-em-up games, and, you know, for other people, depending on your age, like, so, I mean, kind of what what I think of arcades to me is like your dedicated Miss Pac Man, you mm-hmm. know, in a game that has side art and it, it's painted. It, it has one purpose it's only going to be Miss Pac Man mm-hmm. or um, Donkey Kong. And then you have these other games that are like. Um, they're kind of generic. You know, it's just a, a red cabinet, and then it has Street Fighter in it. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's like a couple of stickers on the side that say Street Fighter, but you can tell they're over posted over an older game, which was posted over an older game, which was posted mm-hmm. over an older game. these are just generic cabinets that um, get repurposed every six to 12 months when a new game comes out. Yeah. And just stick a new circuit board in there.
0: Because there's not, there's not, would you say there's not, the majority of arcade games can be pretty easily retrofitted with another game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for anything, the, the only time you run into an issue is, like, pre-jamma. And I, I want to say jamma is what, late 80s, early 90s? Yeah, got to explain the jamma Sorry. item. So I, f- I forget the actual... Uh, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Japanese wiring standard. So it, arcade games typically work like a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. You, you plug them into a harness, whereas, you know, the Nintendo, you put it into a, a little pin connector mm-hmm. thing. It's the same thing for arcade games. Um, but it before... even looks like it. It looks almost like a cartridge, except yeah. for if you took the... I, I remember Plastic seeing some of the, the,
0: the Capcom CPS two boards and like yeah. they just look like someone had didn't bother to design a consumer cartridge. Right. It has a name yeah. and a sticker on it.
1: Yeah. They're 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 big Nintendo games yeah. essentially and, and you plug them into the, the JAMA harness which controls everything. It controls your power, your inputs, your your sound, pretty much everything. Um, but before there was a standard companies like Nintendo and Konami, they had their own wiring. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't take this Konami game and plug it into this other Konami game. There was no standard. It was kind of just they did whatever. And that's what I mean by like the dedicated machines. (laughs) Is like these things only
2: played, you know, it was basically a computer monitor and a computer input with the joysticks mm-hmm. and a computer inside that and a power supply. Just one big computer that's the size of a refrigerator. And that's all they did. We so should... you couldn't swap anything or change anything. The parts were all proprietary. Until, you know, it was until the mid to late 80s where they said, you know, I think we could do this a better and cheaper way. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to remanufacture a whole dedicated machine, mm-hmm. a refrigerator-sized item every time I want to put a new game, we can just swap the boards.
0: And, and we should say there still are... Our... Arcades, ever, like Adam's got an arcade, but something like uh, newer arcades. I did. It's nitpicky, but the thing I don't like about them is, I guess, when you when you talk about eras, which you were about to intro. Like I grew up in the going to arcades in the late '80s, so like mm-hmm. Pac-Man and Frogger are ubiquitous, but they're there kind of because they've been right. hanging out there for a long yeah. time. They yeah. weren't what we were showing up for. Um, but you go to an arcade now, and it's like I. At some point, somebody needs to do. A deep interview with Raw Thrills, who I assume is <laughs> yeah. the last American yeah. arcade manufacturer. And nothing against their games. It's just that like the bleep bloop, tap, 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 ambient noise of arcades are gone because it's just like, well, that's just the Jurassic Park theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a fucking MP3 of Jurassic Park's yeah. theme yeah. uh going through. It doesn't sound the same anymore. All um, right. The, uh, the ambient music. So when I go into like uh flipping great, that's super comforting. The oh, flip, like flip, 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 the ka-chunk of a pinball <laughs> yeah. machine. Um, yeah. I really, really like that. Cool. The Donkey
2: Kong death noise, The you know, yeah. things that are iconic that you, everybody can read. Yeah, and I was
0: looking up. I was trying to stump you with, like, arcade trivia and seeing how long this like this whole little thing has really been going on. But it's probably just the 70s, essentially. Yeah,
1: I, I, I want to mm. say, I'm not sure what, maybe mid to late mm. 70s, I'd imagine. Space Invaders was 79 or 78, I think. Yeah. And that was kind of, you know... Well, yeah, but off. you
2: also had those electromechanical pinball, and then and yeah.
1: me, me and Adam can't really comment too much on this just because
2: it predated our existence, right? Well, the, I mean, the
0: pinball being around forever until it was like illegal or considered a form yeah. of gambling, well, or a, it was b- b- the delin- turn of the century. Yeah, I mean
2: the the beginning of the twentieth century, we had pinball machines, you know, it, in a like way San different. San Francisco fashion.
0: years before I like I, like. Years before, right now, they still had standing pinball and arcade laws on the books that yep. prevented yeah. barcades from forming. It wasn't until like 2013 they were able to build shit yep. and put arcade machines in them.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they, they considered them to be some form of
0: gambling. Mm-hmm. and um, Which, they, by the way, they just made legal everywhere. Holy uh-huh. shit, I don't recognize the country anymore. <laughs> yeah,
2: Well, I mean, it, and it's kind of like the same thing that you see, like, uh, you probably, I don't know if any guys have ever played online poker or mm-hmm. the, there's online sports betting, and they would they would have these campaigns where they're like, no, it's a skill, it's a game of skill, yeah. and so that's what they would advertise these pinball machines as. Is it's not they a are loot games. box; they're games right. of skill. <laughs> I think maybe maybe again predating our existence by. Probably you know a century almost, but I think maybe you got quarters back, or maybe you got. Yeah, they made change, it sound like, or maybe there, there was, was
0: a pachinko aspect to some pinball yeah, machines. Like
2: there was initially maybe some gambling. Yeah, but, I mean there's a there's a slew of documentaries about pinball and arcade games mm-hmm. right yeah. now on even on Netflix. So I mean there's at least two special or three and lit, uh, special when lit, special when lit is uh, Yeah, because uh, I want to do Kong, Chasing Ghosts. I was
0: doing a bunch of pinball research because one of those documentaries ends with like, so what's the future of pinball? Like, I love it, and there isn't.
1: Yeah. So that guy is still a, you know. Designer at Stern Pinball. Yeah, so uh, I think the last American pinball designer. No, they're, they're right now. They're I mean they're the biggest by far. Okay. But you've got you've got Spooky Pinball. You have um, was it Chicago Coin or whatever. Oh, it's right. yeah, that but the stuff. last standing old pinball manufacturer. I guess they well they, they were slightly they, new. They they existed back in the 70s. I, mm-hmm. I've got a 1979 uh, Stern Dracula pinball, and then they bought Data East, I mm-hmm. believe, and then Data East bought Sega Pinball. Oh, and they still to good. this day use some of Sega's code, like even on my brand new Star Wars pinball. If you hit the, the service menu, mm-hmm. it brings up the old Sega style like South Park yeah. dots, like right. on, you know. It's hey, but whatever, it works. Like why change it if it's working? Wow. Um, but yeah, they they existed. I, I think it was Gary Stern's dad or maybe mm-hmm. grandfather. I'm not sure uh, who did it back then. But yeah, they're they're back now, and, and I'd imagine they're maybe not bigger than ever, but they're they're killing it right now with with games. What
2: he's talking about is, like, if you go into a pinball, you open it up, there's a little menu, and mm-hmm. imagine if you, you press the button and it went back to, like, the... 90s. You know, like, you're, like you're, you're, you you're have bees, you know, and there's like, there's, like, a Wii, you know, like, your Wii menu, like, it, it's something very familiar but old and uniform mm-hmm. across this platform, even though that platform is like 20 years old right but uh we we were kind of getting into it but as far as no, what what you what outline. What, what, <laughs> do we, what do we think of arcades yeah pinballs arcade oh, yeah. machine you know the dedicated your generic mm-hmm. stuff of the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. i think of um that, and I, I think of redemption games like skee-ball you you know your that's shoot, what I was big shoot on. the clown in the face with the with the little you know the little air power had i had a and
0: year get, i fell out of like arcade games because like I don't get shit back for losing at Miss Pac-Man. Right. Yeah, like if I can bash these Gators on the head, at all least right. I'll walk yeah. out with a couple spider <laughs> right. rings from yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and and I used to like that too. And and um, I think it was for me it was eighties, nineties. It was I mean at the very beginning. I think the eighties is when we really created a home console market, and mm-hmm. then that was like yeah. I mean, you saw your Atari Twenty Six Hundred Pac-Man port, or you know, you saw stuff that was like these were basically just all they were doing is pretty much porting arcade games. so then we our mean our main platform was the arcade and you were getting these you know so-so ports at home but yeah it seemed like that was the driving force of video games in the 80s and
0: was the big difference and not to offend anyone making modern video games is that they're not it's not a movie should look better than a television show mm-hmm. and the arcade used to function this will look better than what you can watch at home but yes. that's not the case anymore the hardware usually right. is superior or different than what you have at home but the visuals I don't yeah. know is there anybody driving vi- like a visual front in um arcades.
1: Uh, I mean arc- arcade like new arcade games like you said Raw Thrills they yeah. they've come out with you know Transformers and Walking Dead and and you know the Space Invaders The, the, the Walking
0: Dead game like it's yeah. it is, it's fun. It is totally fun to cock a crossbow yeah. like that and yep. for some reason <laughs> Kind and, of an M-rated uh, property, any kid could enjoy. And, and, and
2: to explain, just that you know, just to explain briefly, there's mm-hmm. a there's a Walking Dead on rail shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're kind of like if you, know, if you played Star Fox mm-hmm. or something like that, where two people sit, two to, is it three people or two? It's I two. Think it's two, two, two people yeah. sit down in this kind of theater style game. It's literally like a like a very small theater. It's a huge machine. Yeah. And there's a huge flat screen display where you're on rails and you're shooting zombies with this gun that can be cocked like a... It's like a crossbow. A, it's not like a gun. i like, <laughs> sorry. A crossbow. <laughs> Don't bo- tell the E S R B Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of... Nowadays, we have the, these newer experiences with... Uh, i think that are relevant now it's still that's still relevant it's different than what we experienced yeah,
0: actually, as kids but we have a local fun station i walk in and like it doesn't look like there are a lot of new redemption games mm. like the skee balls have been outfitted with like how to give you digital tickets but then yeah. Yeah. Like, there was this kiosk of like newish dc redemption like fucking vaudeville era games <laughs> with <laughs> with golden age dc art but they're clearly new cabinets
1: yeah I th- I think the 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 gimmick to to new arcade games is it's not really about visuals because the PlayStation 4 looks better than that Walking Dead game. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really just like the the way and how you play it. So like right. the, new, the new Space Invaders game you sit in this massive thing and and you have a uh, you know like a cannon or something and it like vibrates when you shoot it. Oh, that, and it's and that it's, is bizarre. I've been uh, to Dave and Buster's yeah. in here where it is just old
0: Space Invaders and old Pac Man, but projected big as huge. life, yeah, yeah. and, and, and it's, kids line up around it, it like this is beautiful. I also line up around it because like it, yeah. I want one of those so bad. It, if it's if so you haven't fun. seen
2: this machine, it's it's basically ten like feet tall. It's yeah, it's like huge. a ten feet tall like LED matrix of like the very like two D sprite characters, and maybe six feet from that there's like a, basically a, a car cockpit like mm-hmm. two seats next side by side, mm-hmm. and a little cannon that you know, and you you shoot at the screen. The screen being this. Big LCD display that's like tall, but it's it's It's
0: heart and soul like Space Invaders, just regular Space Invaders, just
2: larger than life, literally. And I mean, and and they're they. I think that's one thing that's it's neat about today is I think that's why they're still surviving a little Mm -hmm. bit. It's still, I mean, not when we were kids. When in the 80s and 90s, arcades were the driving force. There, was, yeah. I mean, the whole market was secondary to it. You wanted, yeah. you wanted, you wanted to go home and play Pac-Man, but you knew you had this inferior port. and You, you got still want the shitty to play. Atari version where he eats <laughs> minus signs.
0: Yeah, that, that's <laughs> a flashes, whole. Yeah.
2: There's a whole. There's plenty. There's plenty of other v- videos and podcasts just specifically about that port. You know, mm. about how inferior it was and how it, they were given two weeks to program. Well, why it Nintendo out. wanted yeah. to
0: make the NES so mm. you could. At the time, that was their sell. Like, you can play Donkey Kong in this home system and none of the others, no, yeah. those other inferior Donkey Kongs. And, it, and yep. it's and it's very close to the original
2: experience. And that was something that was huge. I mean, and you would see throughout the 80s and 90s, you would see a game that would say, arcade perfect. Arcade perfect. You yeah. know, that was a huge thing. And it wasn't until maybe the mid to late 90s where we really started to see that, where and that's where the whole, the whole experience was became, you had to become, these manufacturers had to become innovative because... Your PlayStation One and your PlayStation, like the hardware that's in a time crisis, or you know, yeah. is is the same thing. It's like, literally, it's, the it's console, literally yeah. the same thing. Yeah, because
0: so, the last one I remember having a problem with was X Men versus Street Fighter, and like no, only the Saturn one you can put in the RAM right. expansion and that play was, this yeah, huge and get arcade perfect. It. And after that, I literally don't remember. Ever considering whether this is as good as the arcades? No,
2: I mean after after like the mid '90s, and it was like now your 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 home consoles were just as good, if not better. Yeah, and 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 that's where the arcades started to really lose focus. And I think glad that Adam brought it up, but now they have this whole different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you look at I remember seeing they have Fruit Ninja, and it's like why right. would I? Why to play it costs more than to buy it the app on my phone? <laughs> right, like it's literally like a dollar and three cents using kids line up. Dave and Buster's points yeah. or whatever they line up, but. Man. They line up for it because it's this motion capture. It's a different experience. It's and basically... And it's familiar. Yeah, it's familiar. If you played Fruit Ninja, it's basically
0: you're doing that, but in real life you're swiping and in I the gotta air. See, and the coolest <laughs> new thing I played at the fun station is they just have this... They just have this fucking laser tent. It's like this version of entrapment where like they 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 throw out lasers and you have to like dodge them like you're oh, wow. breaking into a bank. And it's fucking amazing you there's like an ex- Ada jones yes yeah, yeah. I slide <laughs> my yoga pants ass g- <laughs> gently underneath it did you Did you do the capoeira bro, bro, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what I want to take a tiny little break and talk to you guys more about arcade games and I just have a couple of trivia questions I wanted to ask you sure. first sure. Uh, and also I wanted to see if you could recognize certain arcade sequences from famous movies okay. and we will do that oh, right when we get back right. and it goes a little like this Today's show is brought to you by fellow pop culture show, Nerdificent. It's a new podcast from comedians Danny Fernandez and Ify Wadiwe. It's a weekly deep dive into nerdy subjects that you didn't know you needed to know more about. Whether it's the mind-expanding frontiers of virtual reality or the surprisingly exciting renaissance of tabletop games, they'll take you from the origins into the surprising future of each subject, which is sort of a fancy way to say they go down a bottomless rabbit hole and tell you all the coolest stuff they find. Kind of like what we do, but I'm guessing with a better marketing budget. Nerdificent is brought to you by the fine people that how Stuff Works Network, creators of the Daily Zeitgeist and Culture King, so you know it's good stuff. You can check out more at nerdificent.com and remember to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your shows.
3: Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the LazerTime network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. Anyway, so
2: I I do ask this girl for a number, and I say, you know, hey, is it, is it okay if I, like, send you, you know, memes? I'm a dork, I like to send people memes. And she's like, oh yeah, I love that. So one of the first things I send her is, um... If you're familiar with, um, there's like a kid's book it's like a scary stories to tell in the dark scary stories yes and so there's one story it's like i think it's called the scarf or the green scarf and it's this girl so the girl jenny and jenny wears a green scarf around her neck and boy falls in love with her the boy asks her can i see what's behind no you can't see what's behind the scarf and spoilers for this like
0: (laughs) 28 year
2: old child's book that none of you're gonna fucking read (laughs) but they get married they have they get married and like she's on her deathbed and they're old and he what's underneath the scarf and so she lets him untie the scarf and her head falls off.
4: <gasps> so the scarf was holding
2: her head on. Mm-hmm. So in this meme, that scarf had to be disgusting <laughs> for yeah. sure. Uh, and the meme that I sent to her was a variation of that, but instead of her head falling off, there is instead a uh, insane clown bossy <laughs> tattoo.
0: <laughs> and
2: and the, is way worse. And and the last frame of the of the of the meme of the text is is uh, what the fuck, Jenny. <laughs> So I meet her at a bar and uh, we have some drinks and she's like, but did you know, did you know that like I'm a juggalo? Like I really like I and I'm like, I'm like, you're fucking shitting me like you uh, did. You're, you're not. And she's like, no, I am. I have I have violent ball,
0: violent J, violent J
2: and Shaggy uh, sh- too dope, Shaggy too dope uh, tattooed on the on like each Kevin one
1: Smith of my characters. That <laughs> yeah, <it>. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday starting for just $5 on patreon.com/lasertime. Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more 30, 20, and 10 years ago? This very week with our show 302010. Here's a clip from 1998. <laughs> is this the year in tv where family feud comes back it is it is
0: oh you know what i get to give myself for then see if you've never heard one of the laser time quizzes (laughs) that is our (laughs) correct sound is family feud not necessarily that's not family feud that is actually literally from the mr show shoe lie detector test uh sketch (laughs) um (laughs) no laughter in it but that's absolutely from family feud come on down wrong show this is the new theme, and I always wondered why I associated Family Feud with, like, hick shit. Yeah. And I thought it was that, like, hand-sewn logo from back in the day. Yeah, that's but what I you, thought. But if you listen closely, there's banjo in the theme to this day. It's the only game show theme. Yep. There's fucking pickety-banjo throughout the entire Family Feud well, theme.
3: It sounds like the montage that happens when country mice go to the big city. <laughs> 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 Jump into the past with 302010 every Thursday on lasertimepodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: 5 4 3 2 1
3: Alley Cat Blues
0: Loving this arcade music. Um, have you ever seen the movie Joysticks? I don't think it's I have. Fucking terrible. <laughs> Joysticks. Yes, yeah, as Joe Is Dan, Dan Baker and in in? or something. No, it's like it heart beeps? A, It's like Porky's, but set in an arcade. Lots of needless titty shots. Fart. No, it's oh, yeah. I'm surprised that. Awful. Didn't. Okay, uh, but I wanted to quiz you on some stuff. But you mentioned something right before when the mics were off.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. About so the Triforce. <laughs> we, we were talking about uh, like you know Chris had mentioned how some of the arcade hardware at a certain point was literally just like a home console mm-hmm. in it. Um, I recently got a Mario Kart GP arcade machine. Yeah, and uh, it, in it AMCO, runs. Right? It's Namco, Sega, and Nintendo. And that was...
0: I remember this this
1: announcement because it worked. There was like some Star Fox game that was supposed supposed to work work with it. Yeah, I I think there was supposed to be a Star Fox game. I don't know if it ever came out over here or not. But um, when I got the machine, it was... I would love to see that. You know, it was having a bunch of weird issues. But one of them was that it was resetting. So I go online and and do some research on it. And apparently at the time, there's a huge... They they use really bad capacitors on one of the boards. So I took it apart to kind of look at it. and, um, And
0: what is this... Triforce, this Sony—no, it's not Sony. Sega, Namco,
1: and Nintendo Nintendo, teaming up together to form the most powerful arcade (laughs) hardware in the universe. You open it up, and what? And uh, it's there's three boards in in a sandwich kind of way, and literally the middle of the board is a Nintendo GameCube. Like (laughs) just—it's—it's literally a GameCube. The the memory purple flaps. (laughs) No, it's just it's just the main board and and the flaps are on it and it uses the the AV multi out or whatever to feed the signal to the arcade monitor. Wow. It's, I couldn't believe it. I'm like you've got to be kidding. Like there's got to be something different. So. But- I feel that's like it, that's
0: Nintendo's contribution to the Triforce. Here, have a GameCube. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Like it, it's it's crazy. I feel like it's like
2: like if I open up my the trunk of my hybrid and then there's like a little hamster in a wheel, <laughs> like taking a
1: cigarette break. Yeah, it it, it was kind of kind of shocking <laughs> to, to see half of a GameCube in there, but that's what it
0: is. So real quick, I wanted to quiz you guys on famous arcade scenes uh, from popular culture. Okay. Okay. In. Um, Although I was just really surprised by joysticks, so yeah, I'm, I've never I, heard that I sure confident. No now. one should ever see that game. I've told the story of not only watched it, Michael and I've watched it numerous times. I've tried to reach out to the director, and that one time at California Extreme where I met McDorfus doing a screening and he called me out at the bar. You walked out of my screening. I'm like, Yeah, because I forgot how fucking terrible your movie was and like yeah. <laughs> there's really old actors yelling at me wow. for walking out of his movie, but it's fucking terrible. It is such it is such a bad movie. It's rape culture personified with it with mm. fucking Pac-Man wipes, yes. <laughs> literally has Pac-Man wipes in between. Uh, but I want to ask you guys about uh, arcade sequences in are movies. We, are, we, are we are we like buzzing in? No, are I'm going to we... revolve back and forth. Okay. 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 And, and how about I'll give you if you get the question right, you have bonus points to tell me what first. I want to know what from a movie it's from. Okay. And then uh, if for a bonus point, you can tell me what game they are playing. And right. almost um, all these situations are playing a real arcade game. Okay. Okay. So, for yeah. instance, I, I think I s- we'll probably both do pretty well here. I start with this.
4: Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, good to see you guys. Nothing faster like a clean cut young couple. We gotta talk.
0: Anybody? Uh, I'm lost. Anybody? Already? Already yeah. stumped. So um, that was Melendez. That was on Melendez. You didn't recognize the voice there at the very end. I think I let's clear. Someone just hey, scored three. Hi, good very to
4: high. see you guys. up a like a clean-cut young
0: couple. We got a yeah, man, a really chill dude. No, it is not fast times at Respawn. This is Melinda's question, so I'm gonna have to uh, negative uh, one for Adam here. <laughs> um, a real chill dude. <laughs> the audience is so mad at you right now. Eh. Perhaps '80s video games personified in a single movie with a real cool dude, uppercase D. The dude is really good at video I mean, games. Are we talking about the Big Lebowski here? You, you're, you. So you got the hint, <laughs> but you can't form that into the correct solution. Um, Big Lebowski uh, stars who?
1: I want to say. I'd I get, help, but I'll get buzzed again. I, no, no, Adam, I Adam help him, Jeff help Goldberg. him, jump
0: in here, <laughs> jump in here. Uh, uh, this Jeff is Daniels, definitely ah. incorrect. It goes to Adam. <laughs> Oh my God! I just literally had his name. and He just broke my brain. They with made you, a Jeff sequel Daniels. in like 2013, 2014. That wasn't Tron, was it? It was Tron. Oh, oh, I think okay, yes, yes. What movie is it from, or what game are they playing? So you want the bonus point? What game oh, is he playing? Oh
1: God, what game were they playing?
0: Well, I think it was just Tron. <laughs> I think it was just Tron. Are they just really playing Tron. Yeah, he's like he's knocking down those. Oh wow! Yeah, to say it, it,
2: it reminds me of the spider level. I think uh,
0: uh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. game. I don't know why that's on yeah. there. Um Okay, well, that was a bust. Yeah, yeah sorry. Let me see if we can... Uh, we, are, we, are, uh, uh, we are Philistines. You so can figure right. out this. this what bits. is this movie? Oh,
3: I came at the perfect time. Pop two quarters in, Pop-Tart, let's get it on. Oh, let me get in that
0: ass. <laughs> so, it, he I wants it's to... It's Adams, right?
1: Let me get in that ass. He uh, wants
0: to get in that ass. I have no idea, but let's I kind of want that, that as a ringtone now. I, I can I can do that. Thank you. I can do that. Probably ruin the podcast feed like we did previously. <laughs> Let me we get tried. That ass. That's that's uh, rapper. This is a little obscure. Um this is, because it's the only time I ever saw this it's the first time I saw this game, period, in any movie. Because it's the game, uh put a quarter in, two people are about to play one another. Okay. It's let's say nineteen ninety three, ninety four. What is what is a very popular so game? Street Fighter Two, more than likely. It is here, I'll give you a par- partial credit. <laughs> okay. It is not Street Fighter Two. It is Street Fighter One oh, in okay. the movie Juice, starring okay. Tupac oh, Shakur. Okay. Yeah, did it, it have the, the idea. Did it have the pressure buttons on it? And that's Have you ever? I don't know. I think I've seen Street Fighter in the arcade. I don't know that I've seen the original version with pressure buttons. When we talk about how you make something for the arcade. It has to be right. visually has to have this visual prowess, but a lot of times technical prowess. And the first Street Fighter had. Analog buttons on it, and I, I've never, I've never seen one in real life. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a guy in Tampa that has one. Really, he, he has one of the prototype Street Fighters. Because they got rid of it, it after a while and just made kids it like, were kids were snapping their wrists on it. They, like <laughs> yeah. kids were literally breaking their hands, to, like hammering these things, or and, or yeah. if not break, or at, well, at least breaking break, at least breaking the
2: machine. The one, mm-hmm. you know, the, this thing that's its entire purpose is to fleece money from people, yeah, and it's broken, <laughs> yeah, and then it's also not only that if it's not breaking, it's breaking the people who are then suing. You. <laughs> because if I'm not mistaken, so it's it was a street, double double. Loss. Street
0: Fighter is a three button game, right? Like I think, yeah, I know it's two button. I think it was think two, it was, buttons. It was, two it was, buttons It was
2: it was two it, it was depending on the pressure of the punch or the kick button. Yeah, I think it was a punch you, and a the, kick. The, the
1: three. The, well, why, the, 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 why wouldn't the per- you? Just the way, same way I play Street Fighter: hard kick, hard <laughs> punch, all day long. Well, I think that's what people were trying to do, and eventually, like they were, they were just breaking their hands. Why is this working? Yeah
0: oh my god and you were like if you just hit how do you but how do you hit the hard punch wrong
1: I just I think what I think the idea was if you hit it super hard as hard as you could you'd get hard punch but they broke after a while so that is so weird everything only registered as a light or not at all I'd imagine I mean so I don't we know talk,
0: I talk about that that when I went to our friend Steve's house in uh, in uh in Concord, California he's been tracking trucking around what is it What's the punch game he has? Do you remember what it's called? Was oh, it Punchmaster! Master. Punchmaster, okay. and it's like DDR, but like, but like, yeah, it has Fist of the North Star anime, but like these six, co- like these six pads pop out at yeah. intermittent times. I'm, I'm buying one of those right now. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I found so how does, how does how does Steve still have one that works flawlessly twenty years after the fact? What do you do if one of those breaks? Well, I mean,
2: Would your goal th- is to
0: punch the arcade. <laughs> is that we were talking on some podcast about Sonic Blast Man, mm. and I thought that was. Like, it was Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and Sonic Blast Man came in the fucking putt-putt, and it was like, that was all <laughs> anything anybody was interested in for, and like, two weeks. To, to, to explain it to people who haven't seen
2: Sonic Blast Man, Sonic Blast Man was an arcade game where it literally was you had to punch right. a, like, a bag as hard as you could. And, the, and
0: fighting games were huge, and we're having all these dumb conversations with no internet forums about mm-hmm. who's actually could be a better fighter, and this game shows up, that, like, well, you can see who could punch the hardest yep. by trying to punch this thing the hardest, just I, and I don't know what other games ask me little, to like reel back like Popeye and then <laughs>
4: run at it at full speed <laughs>
0: and like put my like put my fist through it, yeah. but it did. Yeah,
2: it, it was basically a pad on like a rod, and there was a TV in the background that explained like you were a superhero mm-hmm. and you were punching. You know, a bad guy, or a truck about to hit a baby, or the 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 <laughs> moon the, the moon was coming to destroy the earth, and you were gonna punch it out into outer space, and like so, <laughs> and then there was a screen that, and this is kind of Fist of the North Star, Punch mm-hmm. Mania is the same thing, mm-hmm. but what to go to your question was like dance, dance, like the the point is not to hit it as hard as you can, like it wasn't, pu- it was just to hit them, hit them, so you really were more on like speed and like aerobic. Ability, and then, you're going to trust every then, little
0: snot-nosed ADD kid yeah. to understand that, like not right. To well, right.
2: But <laughs> I mean, yeah. but I mean, just like those same kids will also destroy you in. Dance, dance, because they're they're, they're, true. they're, they're, they're not tap stomping. They're, they're, they're not, not like, stomping them as hard as they they're can. Trying to they're bring down right. a
0: parking garage like Vin Diesel. They're, they're just trying to. They're get trying to this tap stroke out of the way in a
2: rhythm, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what that the the punch master is basically DDR with your hands. Yeah, wow. that is that's, that's I gotta say, is.
0: Japan, you put too much faith in Americans to put something like that out here. That I no, that will not happen. <laughs> uh, can you guess what uh, movie this is from? You, mean
4: you have to use your hands.
2: It's like
0: a baby's toy. I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, wait, that's it. Is your turn, Melendez?
2: Uh, it's Back to the Future. It
0: is Back to the Future. Can you get the
2: bonus point
1: on uh,
0: um,
2: oh, uh is it Wild Gunman for Ness? It is it well is, for the play choice. I'm gonna
1: jump in. Isn't it Back to the Future
0: 2? It, yeah, it oh, is, it is. Look at that shit in Elijah Wood's <laughs> <laughs> first role. It's Elijah yeah, yeah, Wood that's talking. That's crazy, yeah. Um, yeah, but all right, all He's right. That's right.
2: I did not say 2.
0: Damn, um, let me see if you can get this one. Translation. The game is up. Your ass is mine. ass is mine. We get more ass in this episode.
3: Yeah, let me get in that ass. <laughs> uh, than any
0: other episode. I thought um, that was more in
2: Lawrence and like Bad Boys or something. No, like that it's just a very, it's Tupac
0: being a fucking really good actor. <laughs> I have no idea. Absolutely uh, none. Melendez Steel. Let's just say. hear it again? Translation. Game is up. Your ass is mine. You can hear the soundtrack in there, the smooth jazz, but also a little bit of arcade stuff. A man approaching that ass from behind. (laughs) A a young person. Let's just say Jeffrey Jones also got in trouble for approaching young people. Um. This actor is Jeffrey Jones. You don't know any of these? Mm. Um, oh, oh, Ferris Bueller? It is
2: fucking Ferris Bueller! Good job.
0: Um, and I want to say it was Karate Champ. Yeah, okay. that's, that, what I, that, that's what I... Uh, this girl is playing. And you can find it on YouTube where someone calls the girl he mistakes for Ferris Bueller like that's just Justin Bieber. And, <laughs> and that's how it's listed on YouTube. Uh, yet another one.
4: 900,000. You're gonna bust the record. Hey, going
0: for the record! The record. Wow, I have no idea. That guy sounds drunk. Go, but I love this about certain 80s movies where they treat arcades like, well, the whole world was fascinated by this. This might as well have been the Super Bowl. And, like this and we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this. Really bit, old guy is so ecstatic for this high score in the middle of nowhere. Um, this, uh. this, this movie is all centered around one arcade machine. And I'll just say, Melendez told me to fucking get this clip. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get the... <laughs> you mentioned the movie and told me to do it. It's Adam's turn. Oh, my bad. So you know um, what it is. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. I have no idea. All right. I, I, what is it? Malik? I'm pretty sure it's Last Starfighter. It is Last Starfighter. Okay. Do we do we remember
2: the title of the game? <laughs> I believe it's I think it's just Starfighter, <laughs> Yeah. But <I> don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, and and incidentally there 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 was the last um, Free Play Florida, one of the lar- one of the largest uh, local uh, arcade conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a custom-made Last Starfighter game. Yeah, yeah, built it. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. not It's watched... hard to play. Yeah, but, but it, it's, it, it looks. It looks like the movie. If, it looks it, just yeah, like if it. you look it's at really the game cool.
1: they
0: make in the movie, it's like definitely. Want, this isn't a fucking game. Yeah. Like these graphics are unachievable. And even
1: if they were, this game looks like it sucks. Yeah, it, it <laughs> was surprisingly well done.
0: And and for
2: for for the kiddies out there, uh, Last Starfighter was a '80s movie about a kid who beats the high score on a video game and then gets contacted by a, the aliens from the actual.
0: It turned Plata out that, that this was is a training simulator to sent by aliens, so they could have the greatest fighter ever help mm. them out in their battle. Yeah, not unlike um, that South Park episode where Kenny becomes a P- Keanu Reeves of the PSP, <laughs> as in the Terry Shivo episode. Yeah, or uh, America's Army, for mm. which you can download for free, or the
1: uh, Clerks animated episode right? with Randall. <laughs> yes, plays that's, Pharaoh. That's one
2: of
0: the most notable parodies of the Last yep. Starfighter in the Clerks <laughs> animated series. Um,
2: so very, you- very, very, very eighties. Uh, but I mean, that's a thing. I mean, we we were a little too most of us here are too young to to have really seen this, and I, I know I was. But if you watch like documentaries like Chasing Ghosts, mm-hmm. these were literally nationally televised like cha- like championship yeah. uh, competitions for these games, and like the winners like you could win a free centip like you won a whole arcade machine. Yeah. You know, these kids like this was a thing where people would potentially be screaming, "Oh, he's going for the record!" Like that's something that I think far far less animated and far I mean, less when like, like this King, King is, of you know, Kong
0: dude, kill screen coming up yeah
1: that, coming up. It, it's not quite as, as dramatic speaking but of that was my text message for a while there's a kill screen coming up, <laughs> <but> <laughs> kill screen up. it was so good oh, I but I it. mean it's my favorite character in the whole movie <laughs> oh yeah
0: I know he's a real person is I'm, he I'm gonna call him a character
2: <laughs> our existence you know we, we you never probably saw probably just fell on a sword to protect Billy Mitchell yeah I think so
0: and let's see if you can recognize I'll even get partial credit if you can recognize the actor in this clip
1: okay I should go stay with the girl she got enough quarters
4: yeah. Okay. No. Dad? No. How come cool I'm seeing a psychiatrist? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dad.
1: Dad. <laughs>
0: but it is set in an arcade. He's giving his kid quarters and leaving him in the arcade to go tend to the girls. I was thinking we'd hear, like, game music or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I was thinking way more. <laughs> like, I had to cut out part of the clip because it's one of those clips that, like, Usually they'll just make up a video game name, uh, but this yeah. was like crazy specific. Gotcha. Yeah. Given 1989 when this movie was made, so I just watched I just watched his uh, Netflix special with his pal Martin Short. Uh, it's Steve Martin in a Steve Martin movie. Okay. You'll never I'm get. get it. I'm guessing it's Parenthood. It is Parenthood. Holy shit! How did <laughs> you do that? How did you do that? And can you maybe guess the game? Because uh, the kids were playing. Yeah, because you can't really hear it, but uh, I think he's beating up Carnov. Oh, yeah.
2: Guy, I was going to just guy. guess yeah, Robocop. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Oh, I hear Bad Dudes in the
0: background. Oh,
1: well, they're Bad Dudes. That's why they call the game Bad Dudes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know
0: that there is another specific Bad Dudes reference in any kind of popular <laughs> culture other than what I've made. Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, yeah, but that is that is Parenthood. Uh, let me see. if you Did I do this one? No!
4: No, no, no! I hate this overpriced... Oh. It's not nimble enough, but you'll get
1: there one day. Did that you record a, that at Flippin' Great, like last week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that it does, uh, ha, there's a hint, it's yeah. got the most modern sound of any movie clip we've heard so far, because yeah. this clip is much newer. You even hear very specific sounds from the arcade game, but it's not something most people still want to tolerate calling an arcade game anymore.
1: Um.
0: um but this is a new show uh, from a recent episode, from a semi-recent show, probably the most recent clip in this quiz down. Mm-hmm. Set in the '80s, was it like The Goldbergs or whatever? I, that is a that is a good guess, but I'm not giving anybody credit for watching The Goldbergs. I'm sure there's a ton of great video game references okay. on that. But this was this was super notable because it got everybody talking about this old video game. I say in air quotes, which I hope never shows up at flipping grade. Even though I would love one of these, you can play this game currently. I could, I own this game on HD DVD because that's how much of a game it is. Dragon's Lair. Is it, is it a Dragon's Lair or it Space
1: Ace? Yeah. It is Dragon's
0: Lair. Dragon's Lair which came to light semi recently in a new season of what Netflix program? Did nobody see Stranger Things? Uh, I was gonna say Stranger just... Things. Then yeah. what
2: did you say? <laughs> you were just, you were just... You me your time. Uh, but uh, yes, that is okay. Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that scene now. Yeah. I do remember that. And scene. they're
0: so frustrated by it, and like it's almost accurate. Like, hit left, hit left, hit right. I'm like, yeah, that's all you could do in that mm-hmm. game, and you just had to memorize these certain. There's yeah. only one. Sh... There was one portion that was like semi-randomized, but otherwise you could yeah. play it blind. Yeah. Well, there yeah there were parts where you would it would like flip the.
2: It would kind of flip the scene where mm-hmm. it would go left instead of right. Yeah. You know, yeah, and this up. is a yeah.
0: beautiful piece of Don Bluth animation that yeah, I believe is 10 fucking minutes long. It's but crazy. I yeah. spent hours playing this on the PC trying to like memorize exactly yeah. where to go. This is a thankfully dead genre of, of video games. Yeah, absolutely. But I do wish Don Bluth was still around and making stuff like that because it, it is undeniably gorgeous. Oh, yeah.
1: it's amazing. We, we uh, Chris and I know a guy over in Jacksonville who has dedicated, I think he has all three. Yeah, he is, yeah. dragons are two one and two and spaces. spaces, yeah. Mm. And he, he spent a lot of time and money finding like the original laser discs and players, right? Because they're, they're they're
0: laser discs. Because when I was at California Extreme, we found that like it was either a prototype or the only living version of the Gallagher laser disc game.
1: Oh yeah, Gallagher three or whatever. it was. Gallagher, right? no oh,
0: the Gallagher? water sm- the watermelon oh. uh, smashing comedian. Oh my God. With his own laser I, oh, wow. disc
2: I've never game. Never heard of that. Yeah, and I'm super I, interested now. I, and I think I think maybe you might be able to get like consumer like. Pioneer mm-hmm. laser display player or something in its place, maybe. But yeah, I mean, the, I think the whole part is get finding those actual cabinets and finding the discs.
0: Is, that, yeah. is, is that how space travel? Space Traveler was just a laser disc game. Wasn't it wasn't it?
1: laser disc, and it had like a weird like quarter of a bowl mirror and apparently we were like, talking about it up, upstairs but yeah. I just
0: I remember that game was on the fucking news because it like yeah. it, was ama- it's still That's amazing. it
1: holograms are finally here it's, and it's, yeah. to this day it is amazing to look at it they, I they can't had, believe we had that technology yeah. 10, 20 years
2: ago But it was, was, the, it was the first
0: game like it's like 89 or 91 and it was a $2 yeah. per yeah. play game yeah. and like not fun and they had more. it
1: the, the first time I ever saw it was down in Tampa they, uh, they have a museum called Mosey's Museum of Science and Industry and I don't know why they had it there but it blew my mind. It, it, it does. It feels. It feels it's like crazy. it. Like I just. We just watched Solo,
0: and they like recreate the Star Wars chess scene in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like that's just what Space Ace was with a with a dome. Yeah, but like, Space Ace there was well the time, time, time time traveler time traveler. Or,
2: time traveler and, I'm sorry, I forget the other one. Um, Hologram Coliseum. Yeah, Colosseum, Colosseum, and these were these were these were two arcade games. And- correct when you come up with the question. <laughs> <laughs> these are two games that were, were kind of like Dragon's Lair or Space Ace, or these. Basically, you press a button to watch a movie. Yeah, there, a, a scene comes up. Do you move left, right, up, down, or press or, or attack? And if you get the right, you watch more of the movie. If not, you die and you would have to spend $2 to play again. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. But, I mean, the cool thing was it had this real hologram effect. It was a hologram, the most real thing you hologram you've ever seen. And it was a consumer thing you would play at your local tilt. Not, you mm. know... This wasn't the middle of Disney World. This was everywhere yeah. It was yeah nuts i mean it was here it was in it was in the mall yeah we had a tilt in Tallahassee. Yeah. i mean it blew my mind that we had this kind of technology the thing was and all like, it, all my whole
0: was, arcade expenditure was two dollars so yeah. i couldn't ever <laughs> yeah. justify yeah, playing I mean, it
2: you could play it i mean i had five dollars a week if mm-hmm. i did my chores and i could play it twice yeah but you know <laughs> and then and, the attract
0: uh, mode was cool though you could at least right. see the hologram yeah, it, it, yeah in cool. hindsight you can enjoy it just the same watching yeah. someone else play it
2: but the the really realistically all it was was it was just it's a, just a, Dragon's Lair. It was a it was a projection. It was yeah. just a weird projection of a video and that was it. There was no real gameplay
0: to but it. But they tried, they tried. Can you tell me what this game is? Or what from movie? What f- what from movie this is? <laughs> what Am I in the there band America? Research on boxback. <laughs>
1: Eight hundred and sixty thousand. I, I can't believe it's still standing. The one is oh, beating me. Like does. This I one, one I know. That's yeah, yeah. uh Frogger from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, that's a double correct
0: one. And we just talked about this in thirty twenty ten because if you haven't been listening, Seinfeld just ended on our show thirty twenty ten. We talked about the world thirty twenty and ten years ago, and this episode was the most mainstream video reference I had. Ever seen? Because yeah. normally, even if they talked about video games, they made up a name like Warrior Knights or, yeah. or Blood Force. But mm-hmm. this yeah. is like this is very specific to Frogger, and it ended with a the most specific video game reference I'd ever seen. And yeah. it's only twenty years ago. Yeah,
2: only twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, but and you, now, now we're seeing a lot more of that. I think now that we have totally. To, I mean, you look at something like Adventure Time or Steven Universe, and you have the people that are our age, you know, mid to late thirties. They are now the people developing this content. Where you looked at stuff when we were kids, mm-hmm. they were. I mean, every, pretty much every animated movie you ever or show where you watched had a had a like fifties fucking Godfather reference, or yeah, God, uh, duop, uh, yeah. yeah, malt like a uh, malt scene, or, what's or it a fucking
0: like? Mona Lisa reference. Like, you got to make sure the whole audience is going to understand this joke. And then, like, I remember, it feels old, like five years ago, writing about this on Capcom's blog. Like, dude, a fucking cartoon just made. A Capcom reference. Yeah. yeah. We haven't seen this that much before Which Steven Universe. I'm going to dive into this like a cartoon duck and collect all my guys, my yeah. fire guy and <laughs> bubble guy. And Yeah. Like, whoa, holy shit. And like just five years ago it was kind of out there. Gravity Falls making a super specific Street Fighter episode. Like yeah. A yeah. Street Fighter arcade, arcade game. Ep- but I was episode. blown away when they did that because we just didn't see that that often and now yeah. it's
2: pretty ubiquitous. And I mean really I think it's just the generational gap that now you have these people that are you know instead of Going to drive-ins and going to uh, <laughs> get, getting going to the mall shop. Now they they went to the arcade, and so now yeah, you see yeah, that in your, in your
0: kids' pop culture now.
2: Yeah, that's uh, why we're talking about it. Why it's relevant now?
0: People making stuff for me to watch have seen a lot less Charlton Heston movies and played a lot more <laughs> yeah, video games. Right. So it feels good. Yeah, yeah. It feels good. Um, actually, get what the kids are talking about. Even though, man, this did feel good at the time.
4: Fifty thousand. You got fifty thousand on Double Dragon.
0: Uh, anybody I'll take yeah, either one it's the uh, wizard it is the wizard, wizard. and playing, Jesus I didn't playing, playing double dragon of course yeah. Ooh, sorry. no that was correct that was, that. <laughs> that was, that was correct he, he said it double dragon I wish I could master but, Fred Savage's weird Miss Western pronunciation of things double dragon I'm pretty dragon. sure
2: I'm pretty darn sure that you Language. cannot actually do that in the I, first level. Yeah. Unless you just like repeatedly punch the same It doesn't enemy. spawn enough women for you to yeah. grab yeah, by yeah, the hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you
0: can't whip to death enough women to get $50,000 50, points. All right, last one. And by the way, this one's worth 100,000 points. Oh, man. <laughs> the other ones were all worth one point. Okay. So whoever gets this wins. Not now, not the blue shell. Hey, man, this this cop
1: scoping for you. Check it out. Blitman, just go. Anybody? Anybody I believe it's Terminator 2? It is Terminator
0: 2. Yeah. And can you remember what game John Connor is playing?
1: Were they playing Terminator? No, because <laughs> they did that in RoboCop. Oh. Yeah, they did <laughs> that. Did that in RoboCop. That's yeah, because right, he, slammed, he someone slammed someone into the, into the RoboCop machine. The RoboCop machine. Yeah, yeah. Which I always thought was saying, "Can we please
0: dig it open?" Is he saying, "Shit,
2: shit, Yeah, yeah that's what always sounded like. Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think uh, I think he's playing. Every time, wanna...
0: every time I go in the fucking movie theater and there's an Ant-Man and Wasp kiosk, I just I love the Captain America, Wasp, and <laughs> Captain <laughs> America: The Avengers, where he sounds like he's drowning. Yeah, yeah. Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love uh, arcade pronunciations. Um, I want to say he's playing Afterburner. He, you are correct. Because wow. I was going to keep like dropping you hints, because like, he's sitting in the cabinet. Yeah. But not only is he sitting in like, the cabinet, it's that afterburner thing. I'm not sure that we had one that was tilted. It like, might have oh, the been G-Lock. Yeah. It might have been. There was G-Lock? another game
2: called G-Lock that was very afterburner-esque, by, I think by Sega as well. Because yeah. I know we had
0: the stand-up cabinet, but we didn't have the, the one you sat in that rocked back and forth. I think
2: then what might have been G-Lock then, because that was like, we'll just say gravity, like... Gravita- like loss of consciousness and gravity that was like a... It was like another... It was the same thing. That's,
0: that's what I wanted to lead in with because, like, when I look at old arcade games and think about something I'd like to procure and play all the time, like, I'm guessing sit-down cabinets are worth more slash harder to find. Uh, yes and no. Yeah, it
1: depends yeah. on the title. Oh, you
0: right? Because we were talking to our other friend who worked in, like, what was left of, like... Panhandle amusements and like people want to get rid of the the larger yeah. the arcade game, the more someone wants it like, to get yeah, this you, fucking you out you of here.
2: I, I've gone to auctions before. You in some parts of the state of various states, you can go to like an auction where mm-hmm. people who own vending machines and amusement games will take them to auctions to clear out their warehouse. And I've seen stuff like that go for for free, get it off the lot. Yep. Starting at fifty dollars. No, no one, no one, no, 25 20 free. Free, yeah, and they
1: just can't you even pick give it up. Away. You we went to an auction him. in uh, in Georgia, and it, it worked out. There, there was uh, probably forty or fifty games, and a lot of them like those, those old like projection Virtua Fighter machines. Yeah, they're so big, yeah. And it, you know, a lot all of them the just projection didn't get TVs sold. are broken. So a, a church had showed up, and they literally filled up a school bus with all is, these games that nobody yeah.
0: wanted. Is there any advantage to having a projection Virtua Fighter? Like it has no input delay. No, I I was just, so, it, was it was just a TV big screen screen projector. So you yeah. can just calibrate it forever to be whatever this is.
2: Well, just you know, you're talking about. 20 years ago Mm -hmm. when you you didn't have – I mean, you couldn't – you could get a 27-inch TV or you could get like a 60-inch big screen projection. There was no in between. There wasn't. Do you were really? really like
0: the first person I knew to have one of those that like, from your dad's work. I yeah. mean,
2: like later you had these like playing third... loaded
0: on a sixty inch project <laughs> as if that game wasn't dark enough and hard to see. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Where you, you ha- your viewing angle is is one degree. You yeah. have to be literally sitting in front of it, completely centered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of like yeah. the original 3DS yeah. without oh, a yeah. yeah. yeah, Don't, exactly. mm-hmm. Don't move.
0: Don't move. This is not you're... as
2: portable as you think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it it those those they that that was the problem with them is yeah, I mean, you have a huge screen, that's awesome that you're playing this. The game is and it's huge, but it's a projection TV and yeah. it, it it has fluids, it has things that need to be maintained, mm-hmm. and when it's on, fuck, twenty four hours a day, if having fucking RC Cola spit at it, yeah, and like yeah. Jesus. How do and you- I mean, you've got people who have zero. I mean, it it it's work for a accomplished TV repair person who is trained. I mean, my dad could do that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. for uh, you know, a sixteen year old who worked at Tilt. Like How do they, they, they even they're, they're, they're not going to maintain that thing, so I mean, I, yeah, of course it's going to break. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I, like fire Betty's up
1: here as a solution, or just is that always you who go, going out there fixing shit? No, I mean when when they first opened, they, my they, dad helped them out too. Yeah, they've yeah. yeah, they recently got some new owners. I helped out a little bit for a while, mm-hmm. but they've they've really gotten away from the pinball end of it. They've That's gotten,
0: our. By the way, that is our local. Very weird because I went in there again and like I went in there with a friend who was way younger than me, mm-hmm. and everyone in there was way younger than her. Yeah, and like. Where are all these kids coming from, and do they care about the Battletoads arcade game? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> I care about that. that. Seeing this a
1: lot. That used to be ours. Actually, we sold it to them. Right. That's what I um, thought. But yeah, uh, no, I mean, we we used to go over there and do repairs for them. We got pretty much everything rock solid for them. Um, but you know, they're they're a bar first, and then they have arcade games. You mm-hmm. know, they, they market themselves as an arcade bar, and they're successful. Yeah, they're good guys that own it. Um, they, because, they
0: use an NBA jam cab to prop open the door. Yeah, the bouncer sits on. <laughs> it's it's just ironic that the bouncer sits on to let fucking twenty one year olds in and he sits on it playing a mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> like sits on an NBA jam.
1: Yeah, and that's why, you know, with our with our spot, we wanted to market it more as a like a pinball parlor. Cuz mm. you, you can play video pinball on a phone. It's not the same. You don't get the no, same really feeling isn't. as the ball, you know. So we we marketed that what is it? The pinball app, um Pinball Arcade is amazing. Yeah. It's, like the, it's uh, awesome on an
0: archivist level. Yeah, those
1: guys they actually would buy the machine mm-hmm. and then they would pull the actual software out of the, yeah. the memory of the game and then that's how they kind of And like kickstart the, start, the right harder licensed yeah. stuff yeah. to like actually Everything,
0: Adam's family and Judge
2: everything is fully licensed and full like they have they have the machine they've scanned the artwork they've gone through the code like they've got they really made an amazing effort to
0: recreate these things digitally because I walked in there I walked in there like I'm thinking I've always wanted my own pinball game I fell in love with pinball because I just had this friend whose dad had like the fucking Elton John Captain Fantastic Captain Fantastic machine so every day after school I'd go play Captain Fantastic for free and I got pretty fucking good at pinball as a result of that and I would just walk into your place like, yeah, I think it's time. Think I want to buy a pinball machine. And I just see like. Ooh, for sale, Ghostbusters! Like, oh, I am yeah. not in this ballpark. I cannot buy one of these.
1: Well, right, yeah. the
0: newer ones
2: they're
1: they're pricey. Um, we'll, but we'll talk a little bit more later about collecting and like later. We're like an hour that. in. Keep going, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no, like like pinball pricing is kind of all mm-hmm. over the place. Like some of the older games, Captain Fantastic, people still really like that game, so mm-hmm. it's got a higher price. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the older, you know, seventies and and early eighties electromechanical stuff. You can get it fully working for four or five hundred bucks. Mm. Like I picked up a, a Spanish eyes from nineteen seventy-three, fully working for five hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Captain Fantastic, because it has a better theme, people kind of want even, even non-pinball people, like mm-hmm. music fans, are gonna want that. Yeah. So it's gonna carry a higher price. But I mean, prices are kind of all over the place depending on where you live. But I'd say a Captain Fantastic would be twelve hundred bucks here, thirteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, depending. If you got a fully restored one, you're going to pay way more than that. But it really depends on quality of the game, how much time well, you have to put into it.
0: And, and you're willing to spend that money because you know if there's a problem with a pinball machine, you can fix it. Sure. But, like, do any of you... You, you don't work for
1: hire to fix pinball machines we, too much, do you? We do. Like, so so our our main focus, obviously, is our machines. We want to keep them Both running. of these guys, by the way, have real jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a side business mm-hmm. that we do. Um, but, no, like... It, You'd be surprised how many people have arcades and pinballs in their houses. Just really? Randomly yeah. have stuff. Yeah. I, I met a, a, an older couple. They're late 60s, early 70s, and they had a whole-use-only really? Robotron in their game room, <laughs> and it blew yeah. my mind. I was like, what are you doing with this? Yeah. And
4: wow. And they, they
1: have stuff. It's it's crazy. But yeah, we, we do it every once in a while when we have time. Mm. I'm actually doing a repair tomorrow morning, actually. So, so I, had, <laughs> I had some dumb questions to ask you. See, like, yeah. trivia, but I don't know the
0: fucking answer to Sure, you. But, like, what is the most expensive arcade cabinet, non-pinball? You, um, that you've encountered I, I googled when i got one result um that
1: i unless there's some of. weird thing i mean you're, you're really always expensive games there are going to be star wars cockpit you know the, the mm-hmm. sit down um one of those um, like the, the vector ones or the color yeah. vector yeah the vector
2: games are incredibly expensive
1: really see. yeah the, well,
2: the, because the hardware was something that did not catch on and was regularly like when three things four games for it yeah yeah they had like they had these monitors, they only had like two or three games, and when they broke, no one knew how to fix them, so they just trashed them.
0: Yeah, and by the way, when I went and I finally like went and saw those at like California Extreme again for the first time in years, you're not used to how bright that. Mo- it's there's crazy. There's no, no way to like yeah, it hurts show your eyes. you how to how it this looks. So you can only see it look like this here. It's like yeah. it's different. You than have HD. to have the tinted plexi, otherwise, like your
1: eyes yeah. are going to cook. <laughs> and I mean and, and,
2: and uh, basically if you if you've never played a tempest or or it was very very rudimentary 3d graphics yeah. in a way that was completely not done anymore and mm-hmm. th- as as a result this thing did not catch on this hardware was obsolete and so these monitors and they couldn't be reused and repurposed like mm-hmm. if right. you right. like if you had an old Miss Pac-Man you can't uh, you use could it. you you know once the 90s came around, these operators converted everything to Street Fighter, yeah. And then, so then they were they could reuse these monitors and make money off them. And then when these things came around, they broke, or if they still had them working, what am I going to use this for? Yeah. So they trashed them. Okay. Yeah. So, so what,
0: what is the other rare rare stuff? Um,
1: some wasn't of the there
2: like a crawl wasn't that
1: like a very rare? Yeah, I mean, if you're talking like just like weird games, there's um Asterax is expensive. Um, there's only like ten of those, I think. Asterix. Yeah, Asterax. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a um. Who made that? Uh, was it Century or uh, is that the, the one where they had like one at free play? The I security like, guard. Yeah, they're, 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 the guy had to hire an, a, like a private officer to like guard it. Really? It was, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's there in, was a cop insane. sitting next. To yeah, it. the
0: answer I Googled was like, oh shit, I forgot the fucking name of it. But it was it was a sit, it was a rare sit down cabinet version of Ballistic. Something that starts with a B. Galactic, just a simple game that everybody's oh. played in an upright cabinet, but the sit-down
1: version of that, there's like three official ones, like ten official ones in the world. Yeah, there, we had some really weird stuff um, a couple of it, years ago. We had a sit-down, a cockpit Sinistar, which I had never seen before. Yeah, Sinistar. Um, there's a, there's a sit-down Star Trek arcade game mm. that has that with a cabin's chair. There's, there's a bunch they, of weird they stuff. They
0: had things. listed be- the Beavis and Butthead game, which there's I There's only played. a
1: prototype of that one, and they have it at Galloping Ghost, I think. Like, oh, they, really? Yeah, they, it's not enough. Affi- it never came out. It was like a prototype. I played I it at
0: California Extreme. I think... Yeah. The, According to this article, so they sent a few out into the wild yeah. or something like that. Or yeah, I
1: think they sent like review copies out to like okay. magazines or something like that. Okay. So I, I know that they ha- they're out there. I think Primal Reach Two is another one where there's prototype boards. Yeah, and yeah. guess what? It's fine. It, like yeah. <laughs> there's like yeah. nothing special about yeah, it. And like there's a it, reason these things didn't catch on. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But
0: I remember looking for it for years because like you know you see like articles in a game magazine for six months for something you never see in the yeah. wild. Real, just quick, real quick, f- uh, C- never quick.
2: California Extreme. California Extreme. Oh, that?
0: California Extreme is um is uh, California's, I would say, preeminent arcade expo. Mm. Um, and I think you get in free when you bring a arcade machine, but yeah. it's like a fucking ballroom that just creates this maze of arcade machines that you can walk around and Everything is set to free so play. So it's like a convention? It's a convention. Uh, it's like 60 bucks to get in. Everything's on free play. It's like everything you've ever heard of and everything you've heard of and never seen. So I know the one that I wanted to see as a big animation nerd was that game, The Touch, which mm. was like... Not unlike Dragon's Lair, fully animated, but had an analog wand or what, like mm. an arcanoid thing, mm. where you're like trying to like steal this thing from a nurse. But if you push too hard, you'll like touch her breast or something. And if you like, if you don't, if you don't. <laughs> How you know. Japanese was this game? Yeah. No, it's it's American. I think I think you can get it on iPhone now. Sounds but like, because <laughs> like, the game was designed, but it sounds was like Leisure Suit Larry right. or something. Like, <laughs> I, I think it wasn't as scandalous as all that. It was just the idea that like push too hard in any direction, but like. There's ten different degrees yeah. of movement for That's this cool, character, though. and it's all animated differently. Yeah. However you do it, uh, and it's it's a pretty cool feat. But again, uh, I think yeah, it's a yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I, they, they had two people with like the fucking um, what are those blue those pink aliens that run at you and you shoot them in light guns, a light gun game. I don't know. It, I don't, Wait, Area 51? No, no, no. Not a video game, but a uh, ticket game. Oh, like, um, oh, yeah. There was, yeah, I used to play that game
2: all the time as a kid. Yeah. There's like the little pink aliens, and they're like, and they run like I Barrr. think it's, it's Cosmic something. Yeah, Cosmic, cos- cosmic something. Cosmic Swarm or yeah. Cosmic Attack. Yeah. Cosmic Attack, I think yeah. is what it's yeah. called. And you shoot them in the mouth, and they give it
1: tickets. And any That's other cool. any other rare the ones? Redemption you can think game. Of. Like,
0: what's the most you've heard someone paying for something?
1: I believe that the Asterix sold. I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it was like 25 grand. Only because. Only because the one that that was that free play was given to the designer of the game, mm-hmm. and then um, I guess when the guy died, his family didn't really you know know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I heard that there was one play on the coin counter because <laughs> the guy like the guy put it in his office. You know, he was the designer of it. He never played it or whatever. Wow. But those boards that you know the arcade boards had batteries on them, mm-hmm. and then capacitors would leak, and they would just destroy themselves. So the guy who huh. bought it had to go in and spent like a year of working on this board to repair it. Wow. So that's the most I've ever heard of um for something not brand new some of the star wars battle pods are you know that that's yeah, ten twenty thousand dollars for yeah, but, the, but they're brand new. The new know?
2: stuff, I mean, yeah, these games that we're seeing at like your Bebo Breeze or your Dave and Busters, they're like, yeah, their retail is like twenty five grand. Yeah, you really? Know? Yeah, because they're gonna charge a dollar per play. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> as long as you have the time, time for Crisis twenty five. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Time Crisis five. Your Walking Dead.
0: Your yeah. I curious, to, Like, do you, how did that business used to work? Did you outright buy a machine,
1: or did you rent them from somebody else and they, no, they would bought take them. The quarters? Well, they they do it both ways nowadays, actually. So really? You can there. There are there are distributors that you can buy them outright. Like all, all the games we have, we own. So right. a lot of our stuffs older. You know, even the new Stearns we have, we just are stupid enough to spend that much money on them.
0: Where did the Nightmare on Elm Street one come from?
1: That's my wife's game. We we actually bought that from um, a guy in Jacksonville, Florida, who fully restores them. Um, so that
0: that's a thing that existed. I have yep. never seen that. Yeah, she. Yeah.
1: Uh, it came out in like ninety two or ninety three. Had when, to be when, before Freddy's Dead. When yeah. Gottlieb was still making pinball machines. But yeah, it's it's real. It's. it's it's a weird pinball machine, at yeah. least. Kids love it for some weird reason, but kids love Freddy. They love child murders, yeah, apparently. God, dude, I did one as a kid.
2: Me too. Yeah, I watched all that stuff.
1: Um, but oh, yeah,
2: people, sorry. I was like I,
0: nine.
1: What were we? I, mean, I forgot. I my forgot. What oh, I was. about co- costly video games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah sorry costly about that. Costly games. Mm-hmm. So you, you can buy them outright and put them out in location, mm-hmm. and you make a dollar a play or whatever it is. But there are there are options now where you can pay you know, X amount of dollars per month and you lease the machines and you do like a profit share. So you pay, let's say it's $500 a month. Mm -hmm. And if you make a thousand dollars, you keep 500 games. The owners still make a thousand dollars a month. Uh, I mean, I don't think pinball machines are gonna make that much. I was just using that as an example. Sure, Games that, that I've had out on location in the past, you know, I have a super Mario brothers pinball machine and that would make 150, $200 a month.
0: Yeah, which is, is a game a I point love, point. and also like as a pinball game I cannot stand. No, like, I'm, I'm with you. I, like, I
1: love it. I'm a huge Nintendo fan. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about getting rid of it, but kids lose their mind. It's
0: like, amazing to see that that, that exists, and it's yeah. all with like the Super Mario World era. So yeah. it's the same it's, color and font scheme. It's, it's the Mario
1: that I love, but yeah. the, overall, as a pinball machine, it's not that great. But mm-hmm. kids love it, and it, it's just you can't can't get rid of it. And that's no, that's
0: my I, next real question. Like I've always wanted to know. What was the last arcade game Nintendo manufactured by themselves? Ooh. and it's 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 difficult to know because, like, again, we've talked about that previously, but yeah, we grew up, tough. We grew up in... The, the NES came out, or the Famicom came out in Japan and it was this thing to like fucking port Nintendo's arcade hits. Yeah. It, arcade perfect in like 84. So by the time it got to us, mm-hmm. we're getting like ancient games yeah. Yeah. Uh, to us that are really ancient Nintendo arcade games. And I think they had stopped before I ever touched an NES.
1: Well, they they, they still no. dabble in arcade stuff. They do. Because, because like, like
0: Luigi's Mansion. But I right, think Capcom, Capcom, yeah. Capcom has been making Nintendo third-party arcade games for a long time. But I wanted to know like, what was the last game Nintendo in-house developed and made and I I'm arcade wise? I've tried um, to look I don't yes. say play choice. I know what those are. They, they No they they helped with talking to the listeners. They so. helped
1: with R type. I don't know if they had anything to do I know like uh the arcade was in like a Nintendo cabinet. I don't know mm, if they just yeah. produced or published that or what they did with that. But the Versus stuff was around during the time of the NES. Yes. And the play choice. Um I don't know. I mean I mean but I mean when you say Nintendo
2: I still think I'm still thinking of like Killer Instinct with its yeah. with its grand Killer grand too. Yeah like Coming in 1995 on your Ultra 64. I (laughs) I feel
0: like that doesn't (laughs) count, but it. it it's what I asked for the the last first party Nintendo game. I think that's probably it. Might it. it might be clenching too, yeah. even though that might be second. And, party. and uh, incidentally, I do
2: remember. I mean, I remember going to the GameStop and asked them, "Do you guys have the Ultra 64? <laughs> and, and them <laughs> get out of here, looking at me like I was an idiot <laughs> and uh, expecting Killer
0: Instinct. to Wait, because you used to own the Killer Instinct arcade machine.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's your um, first one, isn't that, it? Yeah, that's what I, I wanted to get into. Kind of like you know what you know some of our arcade experiences and and what the stuff we like, of- but. Yeah, I mean, my first game that I ever bought was, I, uh, I was 19, I had just graduated high school, and I was working... Making ten dollars an like hour, 40 was, years ago, yeah. This, this is a while ago. <laughs> this, is my this, this, this was like it was the summer that was the best summer ever. I i bought Killer Instinct and we got broadband internet for the first time it was released in Tallahassee. Whoa, dude! <laughs> yep, I was yeah. there, put my computer
0: in the, your, yeah. the basement of your house for like six
2: months. <laughs> we, we basically had a non stop LAN party and uh, counter striking all day oh, play, playing jealous. fighting games on my Killer Instinct machine. But uh,
0: your pa- how do your parents still talk to me? <laughs> they've, they've had to clean up so much of my garbage and cigarette butts Dr. Pepper bottles and we, we were just like we started hanging our Dr. Pepper bottles on your tree out back like it was a Christmas tree until so you were like that's not cool like it's not it looked really cool it looked funny yeah uh, my yeah my
2: yeah I, I don't know how we got away with it I guess I guess my parents were, were happy that I was not getting into much worse trouble than yeah. just playing video games with my friends downstairs. There, some our be like
0: fifteen people in your house, like yeah. on any given night. Uh, no, no, like I
2: mean, we had like five or six. It'd be a lot. Know? It'd
0: be like four of us dipshits on the computer, napstering the hell out of music. <laughs> two oh, yeah. people being part of the problem. Two
2: people will be playing, you know, whatever. Two. It
0: would be like five or six. Aye. Well,
2: anyways, but yeah, so I bought I bought a, a killer instinct machine from a local arcade that was going into business. A laser tag arcade place that was going into business. So 800 bucks in 1995, and uh, then basically my my parents kind of let me as my graduation present of sorts. They paid for my car and car insurance that month, and I used the money that I would have normally spent Mm -hmm. uh, to buy an arcade machine. And then uh, after about a month, I was like, "I'm very fucking tired of this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that happens. Uh, and luckily, my dad was TV repairman, and the internet had just come out. I don't know and, how uh, you did that. And in we 1998, 99. This is like two, 99, 2000, and there were the people had already they had, they had all these detailed uh, instructions on how to hook up consoles to your arcade machine. So me and my dad like made these very Frankenstein like wired up, uh, Jimmy rigged. Uh, connections to hook up our PlayStation Two and PlayStation One and Dreamcast. And Dreamcast. So we had that like got the all most the, use. the we, vir, had, we had
0: Virtua Tennis tournaments. Yeah, stand up Virtua Tennis tournaments.
2: And we had we had we had mortal we had a, a Marvelous Capcom Two, and it had been out in the arcade for a month, and we imported it from Japan, who had released it earlier, and so we had the same games that we had in the arcade
0: in my basement in on an arcade machine so on good. an arcade machine I now i mean your arcade perfect and yeah it was, yeah away. absolutely because mm-hmm.
2: it, it was the actual hardware the, the the dreamcast hardware is the same thing as pretty oh, much like a naomi or whatever the second naomi exactly. yeah look so, what i did i got one right <laughs> so <laughs> ding, we, ding. we we that's how i started getting into it was that was it and, and, I, and i remember going to the arcade and like me being 19 years old and, t- and like to these other like 16 17 year old mm-hmm. teenage kids that i was playing games with. like hey kid we, we can go to, to my parents' basement. I play this game for free. Just come come on, follow me. They were like two kids. Can, I'll like you, I'll give you a ride. No uh, no no we, we, no. I mean, where, where are you guys going? Like I I can only imagine. If I was a little older, <laughs> I probably would have gotten arrested for that. But yeah, uh, I mean, we literally had—I mean, we, we were we literally had the arcade games, the full experience in my in my parents' basement. So that's so kind of how I started. What was
1: your first arcade game you got? Mine—I um, I had a uh, when I was a kid. Uh, we would go to the laundromat down the street from our house, and they had a Street Fighter Two, mm. and. Um, Street Fighter 2 never really had like a dedicated cabinet. It was just in whatever you could put it on. You you'll find them in Pac-Man's and yeah. all kinds of stuff. But it was in a uh, it was in a Dynamo, it's like a standard, you know, fighting game cabinet or whatever. But I bought a broken Street Fighter 2. Um, the monitor worked, but something I think the power supply died. I can't remember exactly, but I was able to to kind of go online and research it and but just as a guy you know, like
0: builds his own PCs, you can
1: well the yeah they they use like a like a standard, you know, 12 volt, 5 volt power supply you can get them for like 35 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um and I put a new one in and it fired right up and worked perfectly. So it was that was kind of the the thing that sparked it and ever since then I've I've too many games now, but uh, Street Fighter ball, 2 was pretty much dead.
0: Ballpark it, it cuz you have how many arcade machines Melendez? I think I have eight like fully working ones
1: and I've mm-hmm.
2: got like a ninth in my kind of in the middle state, like garage, where I'm still working on one.
1: Man, how many I'm, do you I'm, have Oh, uh, <laughs> you can ballpark it. Just machines. I, I probably like twenty five or thirty. <laughs> it's it's terrible, man. Like, it's Are you talking about working or including projects. Um, that's including projects. Uh, working right now, I think I have ten pinball, and now I probably I have a, probably have twenty five working.
0: Mm-hmm. once again, you do stream working on some of this stuff. Don't yeah, you? we I, I kind of stream Past whatever.
1: Yeah, so that's my website that I never update anymore. But (laughs) it's uh, twitch.tv forward slash pass blaster. But I Mm -hmm. I stream kind of whatever. I I stream League of Legends on some days. I stream from Flippin' Great Pinball when I'm doing repairs on stuff. But I think the Um, repair angle is cool. That's how I learn to fix everything now. I'll mean, i watch those for fun right now. Exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. I love to just put on dumb stuff like that and just put it on the background. Well, sometimes I'm working on a different
0: arcade machine. I've I've known Melinda as much longer than I've known Adam. And you sort of got into pinball because it was like, the next level of repairing arcade machines.
2: Yeah. And, and and I kind of
0: back down from that
2: because it's it's a little more than I like. Yeah. I, but also I I mean I have plenty of experience fixing TVs and power supplies. I have no experience messing with around with mechanical with, with electromechanical make, giggers, like puzzle giggers, the, giggers. Yeah. Bottle
1: when, when I got into it I, I I made a decision I was never going to have a pinball machine. It's just way mm. there's a half a mile of wire and all these mm. moving parts. And then like an idiot, I buy a Street Fighter 2 pinball machine that doesn't work. (laughs) And I learned and and kind of over time met other people in town. Actually, one of the the other co owner of Flippin' Great Rob, Mm -hmm. he came over to my house and helped me get it back up and running. And that was it. I was hooked. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we always tell people that we we have a lot of people that come in and want to buy games. And Mm -hmm. I always tell them, like, be careful because you're not going to have one. You're gonna you're gonna start with one and you're gonna end up with fifty.
0: That's what people told me about Disney pin collecting, <laughs> and I, I took their advice and it's, stopped. It's a sickness, like you know, you get
1: one and, and like kind of like what Chris said, you get bored of it after a while. So oh, I remember this one game, I want this, and I want this one game, and that's why I have so many games. Well,
0: that's it's, why I've always I've stuck to like Joust and Donkey Kong because like I can kind of turn those on on any platform I see them on. Like, I, yeah. I'll just play this for a couple hours in between this yeah. and that. Yeah, and and then if I really really have a lot of money to waste which <laughs> is simpsons and turtles yeah well, um, and i
2: mean and, and that's kind of how it starts but i mean and that's one of the things i want to talk about is i mean for people that are that are interested in collecting is if you have something like you like you said joust or you said uh, uh donkey kong if you have something you really really like and are interested in then there's a couple of ways you can go about acquiring i think the the, the best way by mm-hmm. far is to Get yourself involved locally, because there's there no matter what state you're in, if you're in the states or if Mm -hmm. you're in you know wherever you are, there are within a tri within a tri state area or within you know a reasonable car or 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 uh, tram ride or whatever, there is some group of people that are in a different area than you that are Mm -hmm. doing that are really interested in that same thing. So like, is there a universal site to do that? Or? Yes, there's yeah. uh, for internationally. There's a site called Killer List of Video Games or yeah. CLAV. Um, you can. I've gotten a lot of decent stuff and parts and stuff from there. But for buying full games, I mean, with dealing with shipping and logistics, you, you should really start off locally and go first. See like, Google. Okay, if you're in the states, Florida collectors. Mm-hmm. There's a web a huge website for it. I mean, I buy 80% of my stuff from there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so if you're and then if you're a few states away, look in surrounding states. If there's nothing in your state, you find something local and you meet some people and you tell them and they'll tell you like, "Oh yeah, this game's worth this" or Hey, don't get screwed by that or hey, I do have a game. I do have that game I'm looking to sell it.
0: Here I'll give it to you for this. Because you sent me to that site and it's it's weird to wade into because there's clearly a ten year conversation that's been happening with all these people and like <laughs> yeah. now everybody I really know this knows everybody. Guy. I don't trust that thing. Oh, does it he's gonna sell that back? Like yeah. uh, it, was, yeah. it was it was it was hard to wait. It was weird to wade through, but like it's a little more trustworthy because it's like as if exactly. everyone's an eBay seller who everybody knows. Right. Yeah. And,
2: and, and they don't want to get a bad reputation for mm-hmm. screwing people over, but as well as you'll make friends, even if you're not buying stuff immediately, you'll... And people remember make, what's
0: wrong with certain cabinets or like mm-hmm. things that they yep. were previous issues. They'll
2: be like, yeah, did you bought that termi- termite infested thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he mm-hmm. didn't tell you that? Yeah, You know, so I mean... That,
0: that's what I was going to say because I know because part of arcade collection is, is part of I have a light animation cell collection. It's partially about collecting these things that remind me of things I love, but it's also sort of like a rescue mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of like I want to. I don't want to see this thing get bulldozed. I want to make sure it's in good condition and treated well, so it's enjoyed by somebody.
2: I mean, and that's a lot of it on. is is just kind of a archivist kind of archival or kind of thing. preservation is yeah, preservation. Yeah, absolutely. That that's that's a big part of it, and so now I mean. You can not be into that. You can just be into just buying a game if you want to just play a game. If you I just, just, I love butt. the sound
0: of an old arcade game or pinball machine turning on. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And I just, oh, I have nothing like that anymore. My like, <laughs> solid state computer is too quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the,
2: but they're if you're if you're looking to collect, that's probably one of the best ways is to start with start locally. You can go internationally by looking at these websites. Mm-hmm. There's we just talked about some, I mean you talked about California Extreme. Mm-hmm. In Florida we have something called Florida Free Play. There's something in Atlanta called um was it Southern Southern Fried Game Expo.
0: you you go get a lot of your game just but like you'll get your dad's truck and just go pick it up. Oh yeah, and I then, mean I go have yeah. probably no shipping, once a that month would kill I, just, you. I just go drive to
2: I've you know gone all over the state. I've gone to Southern Georgia and Southern Alabama mm-hmm. and um, you know that's just kind of the but that's kind of the fun for me is I I like to fix them and I will fix it up and I'll be like this is really nice and I'll play it for fifteen minutes and it's for sale yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. just for me for me it's it, it's the fixing part because that was mm-hmm. the that was the thing I had with my dad we were my dad was a TV repair man we mm-hmm. used to work on stuff it's a father son bonding thing most of the time there's not a whole lot of games I really want to play for more than fifteen minutes so. Mostly it's you got to get this iPhone, man, and there's tons of games <laughs> like that. Tons of them. I mean, it, mostly it's just kind of like having an, an aesthetically pleasing arcade room for mm-hmm. me. It's having a yeah. second bedroom that has a Neo GU in it, next to a Capcom machine, mm. next to a candy cabinet, next to Area 51, next to Time Crisis. Like, it's just the aesthetics of the, the side art. And And we're getting older and the standing desk appeal. mm -hmm. (laughs) I know you have a candy (laughs) cab. Yeah. (laughs) So there's, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it it really just depends on what you want. So if you figure out what you want, which you may not know, but if you talk to some people, try to meet some people, whether it's online or whether it's personally, I mean like me and Adam and go trading, buying from selling stuff to each other for the last, you know, five years. mm -hmm, He just gave me easily a hundred dollars worth of stuff for him. He gave to me, I've fixed plenty of his components and stuff with with my electronic skills, so... Having like friends in this thing can save you a lot of money. Like ten years ago, I'm like,
0: dude, you got to do this for profit. We'll fucking make a make a mint off these boomers trying to fix up their fucking Tommy who pinball whatnots. Well,
1: no, it's having a local community is nice Mm. because you know, for for example, I I do board repair, so I I get broken PCBs and I try to fix them. You know, a PCB. So the PCB is the the board that the game actually is. mm. Printed circuit board. And you can fix those sometimes. So Mm. I'm completely amateur everything is self-taught but I you know sometimes you can go in and check to see if certain chips aren't working Mm. or with the internet, you can plug your board and say, okay, here's what my board is doing. Someone has a website. Hey, if your board's doing this, check this component. It might be bad. Mm. So I was working on some Captain America and the Avengers boards, and uh, I needed this one chip. No! That just <laughs> <laughs> That's when it breaks, it actually yeah. says that. It has a speaker. It just literally it's, goes, and that's how you no! know it's broken. It's like, shit. Ah. But, but uh, there, there's one chip that just doesn't exist, and they only like made it and used it on this board. So I'm pretty much done. The, the chip really? doesn't exist. So I, I go in our local community and say, hey, does anybody have a dead board that has this chip? And believe it or not, someone happened to have it. Really? So what was garbage, you know, twenty minutes ago? I, I lucked out and for fifteen bucks I fixed it. Love that game. Yeah. I
0: do attribute that because, like, big Marvel fan, and I still back away and like, I cannot believe Iron Man's the central figure of this whole universe. It's weird. Yeah, it, it's, it's so weird. weird. And but Iron Man, I discovered first and started reading because of that game. Yep, because yeah. he was the coolest character in that game. I never knew who Vision was before I played that game. I mean, you could play that game and still not know who Vision is. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that white Vision is like... It's weird. Why did you root it so... It's such
2: a weird time. Is he in the clan? I don't don't (laughs) get it. I don't know...
0: (laughs) Uh, yes, palette
1: swap Android. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I have no idea why it looks like that. I forgot the story reason why. But to uh, to build off what, what Chris says, you know, I, the first game I bought was broken, and mm-hmm. I, I bought it because I wanted to try to learn how to fix it. So mm-hmm. if you can find something cheap, you'd be surprised if you go on Craigslist, you can find broken games for fifty bucks, one hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, there's probably and some guy's yeah. wife has had enough, and yeah. he hasn't it's, fucked around it's with it's this been in the garage for twenty years or and whatever. That,
2: that's actually what got me back in the hobby. Mm-hmm. Is uh, one of the other uh, your other Ford of friends that was on previously, uh, Sarah, her one of her friends was getting divorced mm-hmm. and oh, God. the husband called me and said hey I know you're into those games you told me I used to have arcade games well I've got a centipede that um, is in her garage and I need to I need to get rid of it so do you, you can have it it's broken it's been broken for years and How I was you- like cool so I went and picked it up and I opened it up and as soon as I looked at the TV part of it there I could tell there was a broken capacitor and i put a dollar 50 part in it and i had a working set <laughs> man, you know so i mean crazy. but i mean that's the thing is me being a tv yeah. repairman. man like right. if you and if you're like adam and you want to learn you got to figure out what you want i was trying mm. to get it earlier if, mm. if you want to mess around these things you want to play around with them if you want to just get a if you want to have a you're working a machine, spouse in a lot yeah, of space yeah, to work with yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have if you want to get a working game for a deal. That is not really your market you right. need to learn first yes. if you but if you want to tinker if you like to tinker if you like to mess around with stuff, then by all means start with Craigslist and just try to get a game cheap. try to get a fifty dollars hundred dollar game and mess around with it and learn it um you know, just recognize that there are there is live electrical components that you can get shocked on and potentially maybe kill yourself probably not unless you have a heart condition <laughs> you'll but at least still shit yourself you you, can, yeah, you you can yeah you can hurt yourself so you got to be careful yeah. but if you're if you're expecting to get a fully working game, and just replace a fuse, as will often be the title on <laughs> broken, bro, <fuse>. broken <laughs> Street Fighter, just needs fuse, yeah. fifty bucks. No, it's not a fuse. Oh no. god, they they would have replaced the fuse and sold it right. for five hundred. So don't believe these people. But if you if you have this idea of I want to tinker around with stuff, then yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good. I'm just saying for a lot of people they want you have they just want to have a nice working game, mm. then you need to save up some money and and get someone that's reputable and, and get into some into the community and know like, okay, here's a good value like i'm not overpaying for this i mean Mm -hmm. realistically for most video games you should not be paying more than say five to eight hundred bucks you should not be buying a miss pac-man for three thousand dollars what about about
0: a baby pac-man which is (laughs) Is i know someone who's gone it's yeah that that game i saw i saw in the wild while like traveling in arizona and i remember it just in a pre-internet world came back and told my friends about it i'm like Dude, that doesn't exist. There's no there's no there's no Baby right. Pac Man and there's right. no half Pac Man, half pinball game that does not exist. Right. And I didn't ever play it again for twenty years. I
1: never saw one until I was in my thirties. So we we've got one, believe it or Do not. Do you really? Well Rob Rob got one. Um a while ago we, we I was telling you about this on the way here. There was a consignment shop right down the street from this house that wow. we bought we bought ten games out of and one of them happened to be a baby Pac-Man. Is it working? No. Yeah. It, it hasn't been working That, for that a while. thing is though that's different. That's t- that is t-
2: not an that is not a five hundred dollar game. No. That is that is a more expensive like yeah. I'm talking about you and your general like Miss Pac Man and Street Fighters and stuff. I'm not talking about your You're weird.
3: You're I'm talking, you're talking about kind baby of pack. different. Because <laughs> like, like
1: the monitor's like it's a thirteen-inch. It's a thirteen-inch little like arcade monitor, and it's with a like, deeply
0: unsatisfying pinball component.
1: Well, that, <laughs> yeah. that's my thing about that game. If you like it, that's cool. But it's it's a bad example of arcade game and yep. a bad example of <laughs> yep. pinball. Yeah, but people want it for some reason. It's unholy
2: matrimony. <laughs> well, I
0: love the art on it because I especially love it's baby Pac-Man. So his eating items like go from like. like pacifier to tricycle and the last one is just a beer (laughs) it is yeah it's it's a beer you grow up and and, and drink a beer
2: isn't he wearing the propeller beanie that no no child has ever worn in their entire (laughs) life outside of a cartoon yeah you put on a cartoon (laughs) character, let everyone know he's dumb
0: yeah (laughs) but uh, yeah sorry back to arcade more
2: arcade collection so I gotta um, hear it I I mean I I have more experience with video games but I think Adam probably could tell you better about pinballs Mm-hmm. cuz uh that that market has really gone up lately.
1: Yeah, pinball, I mean, ar- arcade stuff for the most part hasn't really, I mean, some of it's more expensive now than mm-hmm. it was, but it's not it's nowhere near as as crazy as pinball. Mm-hmm. You know, I got into pinball, you could still get a game a, a good game for $1000. But now really? Now the the good '90s Williams titles, they're they're two thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars or more. Like a good Adams Family, Adams oh, Family, yeah. like you're six, you're gonna pay six or seven thousand dollars for what the fuck? How did I remember I got tired of playing them. There were too many of them. That's the litter that they've made more of that game than any other game. The problem is this because that the, was the, the the spike for pinball, right? The last spike for pinball. No, well, a little like around that time, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Adams Family. It's not even that it's a rare game. It's mm-hmm. a, it, it's kind of like Contra for NES. Everybody wants it, and when they get it, they never get rid of it. So that's mm-hmm. why it's expensive. Mm-hmm. So when you find someone who has one, they're never going to sell it. I so it's, yeah. it's I have my ways. Well, I that's mean... Slig a little ass. They, yeah. <laughs> like, like. One,
2: one, thing, one thing, too, to consider, you, you were asking about the pay, like the, 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 how people make money on these things. Mm-hmm. And it used to be like, you know, these people probably... I don't know. How much do you think a pinball retailed for back in the mid nineties? It I like mean three to five, three to f- five. Not grand? even not even that much.
1: I I'd say really? I'd say they, they were they were clearance in circus Voltaire's for like three grand. Yeah. So like I mean now that's a seven thousand dollar game. So
2: they they would expect to make that back, but then like there was no resale market. Like okay, I mean yeah. if you right. talk to people that have been we've talked to people that have been the hobby longer than we have, and they're like, Oh yeah, I gotta I got a Adam Stanley for six hundred dollars in ninety seven yeah. before anyone gave a shit. But with yeah.
0: someone like me, was like, dude, ev- every bar and pizza place has this yep. enough. Yeah. I don't ever want to see it right. again. And now and I feel it, the complete opposite. Yep.
2: And I mean six hundred bucks for us as teenagers was like it was insane. Know, I yeah. I mean again, I had a graduation present. My parents paid all my bills that month and I bought an arcade my bar mitzvahs. I, I bought an arcade <laughs> machine. But, you know, now they recognize there's this secondary resale market mm-hmm. because every, like most of these games are probably they're not dying in a bar. Mm-hmm. They're going to be resold for thousands of dollars was, to a to a home owner, is a there, home
0: user. Is there like a cannibalistic trick to that? Like you see like a local bar or Maybe an arcade going into business and you just all swoop in like vultures. Oh, we would and... never do anything like that. Uh, he said that with a sly look on his <laughs> no, face. No, no, we would never put your cards on. There's
1: stuff. like, there's no trick to that. You just have to be. No, so it, it it's weird. So like the the whole route thing is weird now. So it mm-hmm. used to be like you could go buy a game, mm-hmm. pay for a license, go put it wherever you want. But now you've got companies that have regions. So. Orlando like has. Old a huge, wrestling? Like old wrestling? Kind of. I mean, I mean like they, they've they got, you know. The East Coast is the better of the two coasts. <laughs> <laughs> You've got big companies that have 50, 60 games on location, and when they're done, they'll bring them to an auction and just dump them off. So. You know, we we used to have a couple games out on route for for quarter play, and it wasn't Mm -hmm. a big deal. But when you try to go to, like, bowling alleys or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that, they're already... Like a closing bowling alley. Yeah, they've got, you know, lockdown with with operators doing that. But Mm -hmm. so as an example, Tampa Lanes is closing down, and they've got a lot of good games. They've got sought-after pinballs. They've got arcades. And I can guarantee you the Tampa people down there... Mm -hmm. That the Tampa people, I'm 99% sure, already have that stuff locked down. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's not going, but they've got initial D's, they've got you know Lord of the Rings pinball, they've got Maximum Tune machines, Marvel 2 machines. It's stuff that people want because I I was impressed. I walked into the the bowling alley here,
0: which I think had like burned down and was kind of rinky dink. And mm -hmm. they're like, now you guys really refurbished the arcade in a huge way.
1: And I'm, they have all new stuff and yep. I'm, I'm your audience and I'll never come back here so I don't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's it really depends so, so some of the games make a lot of money on route some of them don't but it's you know I mean I, you I, get lucky too You sometimes you know when something's closing down and you mm-hmm. get a good deal um, yeah, auctions are like sandwich place that's been around for 30 years yeah. you're like I'm gonna go take that fucking time crisis too <laughs> yeah. out of there yeah, I mean, it, it's really just you, you meet people doing repairs and, and they remember you. Hey, this thing's not making any money. I hate it. Get out of my way. T- give me 50 bucks for it. You know, stuff like that happens a lot, too. So I'm, I'm sure you meet a lot of people when you do repairs and stuff mm-hmm. that.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, or like they're just like, hey, I, I, I have a bunch of crap in my garage and I don't know how to fix it. Maybe you can. And yeah. I, gave, I got two free monitors out of it that um, I could fix and sell or use for my own you know, use. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's. And Is that something you were telling me
0: recently about light like gun games? Because mm-hmm. light gun games, man, they have to use that monitor.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You, they're, they're currently, we don't really have any technology that that can approximate that for like just a, the way they. Now, I mean, I don't know. If it, it's possible that because like it, the games now, right? Mm-hmm. If you play through Terminator: Salvation* or you play mm-hmm. *Walking uh, Dead*, has Walking them, Dead yeah. I mean, they don't they don't use the same technology. So they they are making games that are not like that. But if you have because old light gun old, games required like. A
0: reflection of a direct. Remember the single CRT. television pixel, like that was what <laughs> yeah. the Nintendo Super Scope used to advertise. Whereas modern televisions don't work like that. Yeah, so you did. You did just buy.
2: Some I bought other. Area Fifty One slash Maximum Force. Uh, mm-hmm. a- Area Fifty One was a huge, hugely successful um, gun game where mm-hmm. you know you're shooting a- aliens. in Area Fifty One,
0: I, I had the last one in one of those boxes. <laughs> Black Force, the, right, the last right. things released by the Midway before they closed down. A first person like a, shooter. Oh, first person shooter. Yep. Okay, I was yeah, gonna say for yeah. Xbox 360.
2: Yeah. So, uh um, good. No. Yeah. I, I, I Kill if, the if, company. I was going to say, I don't remember that one. But, uh, okay. Yeah. The, um, the arcade one, yeah, requires a, um, Giant. A, a, CRT, a CRT television. Mm-hmm. You have to have a, you know, just like, you know, you can't play, if you have a PlayStation, you can't play your Time Crisis 2 on your PlayStation 1 on your flat screen, mm-hmm. you know, or time, time Crisis 2 on your PlayStation 2. Yeah. That doesn't work. But I think three on the PlayStation Three does work because it uses more like the Wiimote like positional sensing. Yeah, I think like, it like the camera or something weird. Yeah, like and, that. and and There's so ways they, around it. They have they have different technologies, but they the ones that rely on the that came out without a lot of CRT cannot be retrofitted. Where mm. they have to? But but I mean, like I mean, if you played your. Your are Wii. I mean, mm-hmm. they have
0: House of the Dead, all that kind of stuff yeah, on there. Yeah, I was telling you that, that like, I review like, right when I started reviewing Vidya games 10 years ago, Time Crisis, I don't, four, six? Yeah. Came out. They're
2: on, they're on five, I think, now. And,
0: it, and, like, I remember, you always had a gun con. The gun cons ruled. And this yeah. this was a Time Crisis machine. That the game was terrible in that it was made for consoles so it had a stick on the side for the portions where yeah. you would walk around right. in a yeah. deeply unsatisfying way. Like the way you'd put on a safety on a gun. Would you imagine controlling <laughs> walking like that? Yeah. yeah. And it because they were optimized for modern HD televisions, right. it had literally the same sensors as a power glove. Yeah. Like the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. two, and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember so that. You had to put around your television. Yeah. Uh, because yeah you can't do that with a uh, with Jesus what do you, what do you call it, an LED LCD televisions yeah. yeah i mean that just the technology's different so stuff like sure that i'm sure someone could retrofit something but there's no money in it and there's yeah. no reason to like mass produce a product no. like that to retrofit old area 51 arc- arcade i mean machines. and and we
2: and there are there are and when you get into arcade collecting there are plenty of um there are plenty of uh, uh, things that have been created by the users mm-hmm. and, like one thing you'll f- a lot of people that are into these games are also engineers, mm-hmm. right? And so they've engineered workarounds about okay, this game board it kills itself if it doesn't have a battery uh attached to it, and the batteries die after 10 years. And Thanks so, that, Capcom, yeah, mm-hmm. and so they, they, they really self destruct, yeah. yeah. They, they, it's literally called the suicide battery. So then, these, these, huh. these things, when they don't have a charge, it tells itself to destroy all the code on the and then, so it's just dead. Whoa, you really? Had, you had so... to send it
0: into Capcom to get refurbished. And I apologize. I worked there. I think while they were moving offices, <laughs> and like the guy who originally like serviced the area. Am I about all- to get sad? All these components in like a fishing, like a giant fishing tackle box for the arcade machines. I didn't oh, know
1: like and like anybody want this? Like, I don't know what it is. Well, to, to to build on what Chris is saying, a lot of this stuff wasn't meant to last 30, 40 years. Yeah. They, they built it with really garbage components. So that that's what we do. We, we buy the stuff knowing, all right, I'm gonna have to buy capacitors and, and all these chips and things to fix it.
2: These things were made to fleece people their money for a year <laughs> for until a the two next years, version yeah, came out. And then you, you know, throw it away. kids by the ankles <laughs> and then you buy yeah. as long as the yeah. cartoons on the air and it's like no one's like this will be the best Madden ever. <laughs> this Madden, no, people are going to be playing this Madden in twenty years. I mean, that, that's like the same. Yeah, no one will. Th- this will be the last Call of Duty. My grandchildren will never yeah. want for
0: another Frogger. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. one's yeah. gonna be the one. Exactly.
2: Right. So I mean, you, we got you got to understand that that. I mean, <laughs> these sound crazy, but I mean, these things were just made to make money and then
1: die. Yep. And my last
0: question: What about a Cubert?
1: <laughs> oh, we. Yeah. <sighs> We, we've had, we in that consignment shop, along with baby Pac-Man, was a Q-Bert. Um, the problem with q is it, it's got a weird battery, and the way that the board was put in the machine, the battery's mm-hmm. on the top. So once the battery leaks, gravity takes over, and it just drips Ugh. down, and it, yep. and it does it. But, like like Chris is saying, people have come up with ways to either fix their old boards or mm-hmm. they have reproduction boards. Yeah. So we run into that a lot. So with, people with, do reproduce? reproduce these boards some to an extent so for pinball yeah mm -hmm. so you know older pinball machines run off of you know three or four boards you have an mpu which is a computer you have a power board Mm -hmm. you have all these different things and you know over time they die the components go bad but you can actually now go online, and people have made new boards that are mm. made with quality components that are going to last a lot longer than the original ones. Yeah, reproduction so, boards, and and you know, and we don't really consider these, and the community
2: don't really consider these like <laughs> negatively, like no, like you oh, know, okay. b- like emu- you know, people look negatively about emulation stuff like Mame or, like whatever, or whatever the shit
0: they're selling on Amazon, right? Yeah, stuff like
2: that, or like the, these multi boards, like those are looked really negatively upon the arcade collecting community. But these replacement things for parts that were engineered poorly and are mm-hmm. incredibly difficult if not impossible to find or replace right. are accepted mm-hmm. so i mean things like your rotten dog CPUs or excuse me there's uh, rotten dogs should... a company
1: that that makes uh, like replacement pinball boards okay. so you know you're you're your MPUs have batteries and they're going to leak. They've and have caught
0: no flack from the rude dog
1: and the dweebs
0: <laughs> and the rival gang. Maybe. I don't I'm know. Sorry, that's don't a know. dumb... We're talking about arcade machines so I'm assuming I think you're mixing it up reference. with
2: a, a
1: ska rap uh, 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 rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, luckily there are people that have taken that initiative to to make new stuff, to keep these old games. Neat, what is it? There's the
2: J-Rock? I think that's one of those. J-Rock kind of is,
1: they made like the multi-Williams. So we've got a, a, we actually have a very rare sit-down Joust. It's a two-player yeah. sit-down Joust. And that has a multi-Williams board in it. So you can play Bubbles, Joust, all those old Williams games in it. Um, but yeah, but, so but the
2: J-Rock, doesn't it use like part of the original hardware or it, like use the original software
1: or something? I'm, I'm like not hundred percent sure. I'm, I'm not a huge Williams arcade okay. guy, but I, I know that it, it, it does something like that. Like it uses, you know, as close to original as possible. I don't think high scores can be set or anything on it, okay. but I, <laughs> but I know that, uh, you know, it, it, it does its best to do, you know, what it can. And then like things that, that, you know, speaking of Nintendo, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong doesn't have a free play. Or and it doesn't remember your high score when you shut it off. So there's companies like Braze that make a little chip that you plug into the really? board, really, and it allow it enables a free play mode and it also keeps your high scores. Fucking Nintendo didn't allow for free play under any You'd, circumstances. You'd be surprised. Some of Nintendo's <laughs> original arcade stuff still has not been hacked. So for for example, the Versa, wow. I have a Red Tent, which is like a two-player, like two-monitor arcade machine, mm-hmm. and they use each game uses like a different PPU, which is like a, a picture processing unit. So it's a mm-hmm. color palette. And, you know, if you want to play Duck Hunt, you have to use this one. If you want to play Excite Bike, you have to use this one. And you would think that over time they'd come up with a universal solution. To solve this, like, one kilobyte game issue. As of today, (laughs) as far as I know, it still has not come out yet. So some of that stuff still has not been cracked yet. So it's... Goddamn. Yeah. But, I mean, for other stuff, we
2: have these, you know, legitimate solutions for multi games or multi boards but
1: well one of the better ones is area 51 they, they used to run off hard drives like old school yeah yeah seagate moving hard drives what? and now yeah now you, yeah they make a compact flash kit yeah so you can it, plug that oh in oh god same probably thing same eight gig thing.
0: flash kit will hold six area 51s well, same thing with no moving parts you killer to instinct you move it. killer yeah. instinct
2: huh. one and two both have the, because they had the you know if you've ever played area 51 it's kind of just like it's a unreal shooter mm-hmm. it's your shoot and and there's this digitized video and it's basically like a movie playing in the background with mm-hmm. these little pop out these little almost cardboard cutouts kind of popping up mm-hmm. and so this is all this digitized video very you know in like the 90s we're talking this,
0: like MPEG one
2: yeah the, yeah this is the zero compression <laughs> like video animated right, like GIFs yeah, popping up yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, yeah so I mean this is very very you know high levels of of storage needed so these were on hard drives. And these things would fail like crazy. Yep. So, saying the Killer Instinct one mm-hmm. and two, and so you can buy these compact flashes on eBay for like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that way you you know you guarantee that this um, very likely to fail thing is going to last. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's not really looked down upon as far as like no. you're not
0: emulating this. You're not you know that you're still getting the same thing. If someone just, buys a giant box, six a fucking. <laughs> Dell and on emulator <laughs> yeah, inside of yeah. it. You do look down upon yeah. those fellas. Yeah. Now you know people. Uh, yeah, oh, they're, they're, so much there's stuff. some
2: there's some there's some struggle arcades out there. You've well, seen with it, like a I cardboard box. Let's and
0: say a- you don't it's not the same as arcade collecting. That's mm. game collecting. Right. This is not <laughs> arcade game collecting. Yeah. yeah. I mean
1: I I have no problem with MAME. I I don't really, you know care one way or the other you know most people don't have room for you know, sure. 30 games and yeah. there's
0: plenty of reasons people would want to play these games in their homes outside yeah. of a giant
1: mummy box the only thing yeah. that i don't like is when you see like someone goes and buys a burger time arcade mm. which is a very unique dedicated you know cut out cabinet beautiful and then they put Mame in that that kind of bums me out but if yeah, you okay if you buy or, or build a generic you know cab and put Mame in it have fun with it that's yeah. fine that's what it's for i mean i i i built them i've I have one at my at my house.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think the, the whole thing is just on the collector side is when you're destroying these things, yeah. and, and rather than letting somebody else restore them or, mm-hmm. or, or and that kind of archival kind of thing, yeah, and preserving them
0: versus to desecrate something
1: <laughs> I, I got yeah. a lot of flack for my cuphead cabinet I built. Yeah. that's right you have a huge cuphead cabinet I do so why do people leave what, you shit for that? what this? was so, or it originally it was a defender it's defender literally no arcade game was built more than defender yeah and when I bought it it was not a defender it was a mm-hmm. gutted out spray painted cabinet yeah. with holes in it no back door it was trash it, it was yeah. garbage yeah um so I bought it and, you know, Cuphead, I fell in love with it Im- immediately, you know, instantly. And I said, you know, this would probably make a pretty cool arcade game. And it does. Um, it's very fun. So I said You won, won an award for it at the most recent show. Yeah. yeah, free play.
0: You can play that at Flipping Great if you're in
2: the yes. area.
1: yeah. Mm. And so, you know, I made like a... I have a little YouTube channel and I made like a five-part video of just the process of, hey, this is what it looks like. This is my plans going through it, painting it, wiring it, you know, the the Xbox issue I had, and now that has a PC in it. I, I kind of did everything, and I was open with everybody. What was the Xbox issue? So we use, um, in, in the fighting game community, we use boards called Brooks, mm-hmm. and they're basically these little, like, PCBs that you can upgrade the, uh, the firmware. So when PlayStation comes out with an update that kills access to your board working, you just download new firmware. Mm. And for whatever reason at the time, I think it's been fixed now the firmware that just came out on the Xbox, it didn't work with the Brooks. You have to wait for the update to come out. Brooks. So I don't want to we have a show. <laughs> <laughs> so now, yeah, like the, the day before the show too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like wiring this thing up in my shop at like 11 o'clock. I'm like, why is this not working? So I literally had to take an old ThinkPad laptop and throw it in there. <laughs> and hey, you know, it's still in there to this day. It works. I'm not going hey, to touch it.
0: Hey, run pretty much anything.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I... I Get the machine together and put everything. And, and people loved it in, in you know real life at the show. People were having a blast on it. Yeah. But on on Klov and on YouTube, people were like, "You ruined that Defender! How dare you!" And it's like, "Did you watch the video? Because like yeah. there was cats living in this. Yeah. thing. Like yeah. it's not a Defender anymore. It's a, cat. Yeah. it's a cat. house. That's the thing. I mean, that's
2: <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, I mean, when you when when you get in these communities, you'll regularly see like there's there's lists on Claw. There's mm-hmm. lists on our um, on the local website for Florida, the village. It says. Free or else it's going into a or, fire, yeah, I'm burning. Burn it. I'm going to destroy it, yeah. So, when you save something for that, it's like, well, you know, do whatever any, you want with it, and yeah, well, any one of you guys could have, like, cause I got the same kind of flag too. For I did something similar to a cabinet that I had got for I'm
0: taking this Robotron cabinet and it's going to uh march against this Confederate statue being.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, but,
0: but I mean, it's like, it's like. None of you cared for this. None of you
1: had enough storage space well, to take it. Yeah. I picked it up. I, and I did something. It. I'll do whatever it. I want with it. So this baby. Well, America, th- I can do what I want with it. <laughs> but even that, like the the cup pad, for anybody who's seen it, it it's painted black. Defender yeah. was a black cabin. I could literally peel the stickers off of it, and it would be a Defender again. Yeah. yeah. I didn't cut holes in. I didn't do anything weird, and it was just weird to see like half like half of the people loved it, mm-hmm. and the other half were like literally like angry at me. On clock, well, like I got, it, like you ruined that machine. It's like, all right, well, I'm done posting videos here for a while. <laughs> but not just like with anything, it's just,
2: it's, you, yeah, you know, the, they people want to have an excuse to complain. Yeah, it's know? it's easy, but,
1: but to have false outreach. sure. And, and they're probably a little mad at Cuphead. Yeah, the game's hard. I don't we, understand. We have had people beat it in the shop, though. Really? Yep, two kids it's came in. It's not that hard. It's, it's it hard. It is that hard. I it, kind it, of agree with Chris. It's, it, it's, it's no more hard than Contra 3. Yeah.
0: No, no, I, I think the game's Contra, period. Yeah. But, like, I also never beat Contra... But organically, like, look, like, right? I watched him it. do it. How, yeah. how, how uh, much
2: have you sat down and tried to be Contra as an adult? Not, not very much. Probably never. Yeah, probably never. Probably so never. Ne- the last time you probably legitimately tried, I we, to play- I played
0: Sharded Soldier with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was maybe the last time. That, 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 that would have been fifteen <laughs> years ago. That's
2: that's my favorite next to Blood 3D. Sharded um, Soldier. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, if you actually like Sharded Soldier, I sat down and pl- and practiced for like weeks, and then to get to get, get, to, get to where I could beat it without dying. Mm-hmm, and I mean, if you actually. Try mm-hmm. and to play. this oh, no, I play
0: Cuphead like once a month, but like for an hour or two, and feel fine about my experience. And right, uh, like I know I'll keep doing that for the next couple of years. I'm not beating my head against the wall. Right. Yeah, I'm just not.
2: And, and it, it's not that difficult. That, yeah. in, the, in that way, it is mm-hmm. not a beat your head against the wall. But it is not a game that is oh, we're you're gonna beat it in your first playthrough. No. <laughs> like <laughs> you, will you will, you will die. Yeah, and games like you know, we just games are different now. No, you, I feel like you, a
0: challenge. You, me. God damn it! You don't. You're, you, damn it!
2: You, you, you it games are now when when we were kids you know it was if you you were probably not gonna beat silver surfer that you bought oh got my for God. your birthday you're probably never gonna, be, gonna bring that up because it's a the theme song you're the probably show. never gonna dude, be Men. one of the worst nes games one of
1: the best soundtracks yes. on NES. it's yes. so yes. frustrating
0: so good that it's on this <laughs> podcast yeah, It is the theme song of the show so good oh uh, we got to change that oh um, no no, no, we'll no check out hot dad see what he's doing <laughs> maybe we'll ask him to do get another theme song for us so good uh but that uh, dude I think I got to close it out. I yep. want to go I might go play some arcade games with you right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yes, I, you can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. We are almost entirely listener supported, uh, which you can do at patreon.com slash lasertime. We have a weekly free, uncensored, commercial-free show uh, that people can enjoy there, as well as over 100 uh, full-length movie commentaries. Uh, hopefully more of those coming soon. Uh, as well as some video commentaries and some other exclusive stuff when we can find the time to make stuff expressly for the people who support this endeavor and make it possible. Shows like Laser Time, shows like uh, Vigium Apocalypse, and shows like Thirty Twenty Ten, where you look 30, 20, and 10 years ago into the, uh, into the past of that specific week. And I wish there was some like arcade board. Like I know arc- we're in 88. I know there's a ton of arcade games coming out, but there's like no definitive release date for anything. Yeah, yeah it's, like it just it's like, rough. literally rolls out. Yeah. Well, the plane touched down in New York, and they slowly <laughs> made their way across the <laughs> yeah. country, and like,
1: yeah. that's that's how it it's happened. Hard. It's very the, the big ones do, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, yeah. like I, well, I think like
0: after the Street Fighter era, like people yeah. started yeah. chronicling these yeah. dates. But like, if City Connection was released in a. 200 month window
1: like yeah. who, who knows right. who knows when it came out
0: <laughs> anyway that is it for us where can people see your stuff adam
1: um so i, I stream mm. on twitch it's mm. a twitch.tv forward slash pass blaster and i also have a youtube channel uh i recommend starting with the cuphead build and if you just search for pass blaster you'll you'll just see it on there yeah man if you especially if you're into this stuff it sounds super cool if, if you're in tell you also mm-hmm.
2: want to go to oh
1: yeah how about that uh, flip in great pinball we're in railroad Rur- mm-hmm. square art park um, we're open from Wednesdays through Sundays, uh, and admission based play, so come check out our games.
0: And I can't promise I'll have it edited by then, but we did shoot a bunch of stuff at California Extreme, including a walkthrough with our buddy Dan Amrick, and that someday will be up on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Time, so check that out too. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Patreon.com slash Time if you want more of this malarkey. We'll see you next week.